Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Everybody Needs a Hobby Part 6 by George Builder. Chapter 14 Late Saturday Afternoon Gina stood in the doorway of the master bedroom, not particularly surprised at the sight, but very envious. Her two best friends, Britt, the blonde bombshell, and Kate, the petite pixie with the jet black hair, were sprawled across my king-size bed. I was naked on my back, in the middle of the bed. Face down on either side of me, with their heads resting on my chest, were the two women, equally naked, with one hand each resting on my flaccid cock. All three of us snored lightly, and if you can smile while you sleep, then that is what I was doing. While she toiled all day in John's beachwear shop helping persnickety tourists shop for swimsuits that they really shouldn't be wearing in public, Kate was posing for a calendar that Brit and I were shooting for a local auto body shop. Oh yeah. And while she and Brit slept last night in the guest bedroom after having spent the day moving out of their water-soaked rental house, little Kate got her. First real cock. During the past year, Gina and Brit had taken her virginity with all forms of fake penile implements, fingers, and the like. But I was her first real deal. The three roommates had decided early on to keep their sexual adventures in-house assuring them of a drama-free first year of college. Gina had had one boyfriend who had left her an emotional wreck and she had sworn off the male species until just a couple days ago. Kate came from a family atmosphere that virtually assured her virginity until she found a way to get out of Dodge. Her family promised her that she had a first-class ticket to purgatory if she even thought of sex until she was properly courted and married. Britt took both girls under her wing and even though she had no fears of the opposite sex, she could take them or leave them and was more than willing to wait until the right man came along. And he did. Twas I, George.so here we all were, under one roof, at least for the time being. It was fairly obvious to Gina and Kate that this was the real deal for Britt, and me for that matter. I would do anything this woman asked me to do, short of murder. Brit is the same way and has a loyalty to those she loves that is boundless. Brit is also quite secure in her own sexuality, and in her heart she somehow knew that I would never do anything to hurt her, so it only made perfect sense to her that she and I should do whatever needed to be done to help her friends over whatever hurdles life had thrown in their way. And if that meant me fucking them until they were walking funny then well, that's what would happen. It was no secret to all the girls that I was about as nervous about this arrangement as they were, at least Gina and Kate. Brit seemed to have all the confidence in the world that this was the best path and as we progressed, everyone became more at ease. The question now was where was this leading? The aforementioned flood at the house they had rented had put us all under the same roof. No one had spoken about a long-term solution but it was an even bet that we were all thinking along the same lines. The question was, who was going to bring it up? Odds are it would be Brit. Anyway, Gina stood there for a few more moments, taking in the erotic view, wishing she was part of the landscape. 
she decided that maybe she would just surprise everyone and go ahead and get dinner started. But before she did anything else, Gina pulled her cell phone from her purse and took a couple pictures. Thirty minutes later, Gina took a quick shower in the guest bath and pulled an old baseball jersey on and went out to get started on dinner. She remembered seeing the makings of a spaghetti dinner and with a good salad and a bottle of wine they'd be set. Barefoot, the little one with the long black hair didn't hear Gina enter the kitchen as she scrounged in the refrigerator for something to drink. She shrieked and nearly jumped into the icebox when Gina goosed her from behind, grabbing a handful of butt cheek. Jesus, Gina. The naked nymph squealed. You scared the shit out of me. I didn't know you were here. I'm sorry. She told the Kate as she hugged her and gave her an apologetic kiss. So, tell me everything. Was it everything you thought it would be? Kate took Gina by the hand and led her to the living room couch, and they snuggled up as Kate gave a blow-by-blow account of her first time with a man. They were both getting turned on as Kate talked and Gina asked for more detail. Both were absent-mindedly strumming their clits and when the little ones switched to the tail of the photo shoot and the three-way that followed. Gina had heard enough and quickly had Kate in a 69 on the couch. Kate found herself on the bottom with her head on a pillow, Gina's wet pussy planted firmly on her mouth as Gina hunkered down to feast on the little one's well-used snatch. Spreading Kate's legs wide, she stabbed at her pussy and asked with her tongue as Kate reciprocated, her tongue dancing over Gina's clit as her little fingers delved at her tight ass. Meanwhile, woken by the loud moaning coming from another part of the house, Brit and I snuck out of the bedroom and peeked around the corner watching the two dark-haired women pleasure one another. Brit stood in front of me, her hand reaching back to stroke my reawakened cock as I had a firm grasp on both her tits, pinching her nipples as I nibbled on the nape of her neck. We had a view that favored Gina's backside. Gina's got a great ass, doesn't she? Brit whispered as she coaxed me to my full potential that I dropped my hands from her breasts and took hold of my lover's firm cheeks and gave them a squeeze. I really prefer this one. Spreading the two halves. Hmm. Good answer. She purred as I continued to nuzzle her neck. Pushing back slightly, she guided me between her moistened lips, my cock parting the way. We joined silently, careful not to ruin our friend's fun. The girls continued to put on a show as I worked my way in slowly. We didn't feel the need to fuck, we just wanted to be as close to each other as possible. I don't know how we could have been much closer. The girls turned up the volume, Gina grinding on the little one's face as Kate fought back, two fingers now up the statuesque brunette's back door. Gina was evidently doing a pretty good job too as Kate was nearly bucking the bigger girl off and onto the floor. I pulled Brit closer, burying myself deeper as she wiggled her hips and twisted her own nipples. Oh God, oh God, oh God, Gina cried her hand now taking up where her mouth had been. Kate picked up the pace, slamming three fingers in and out of her roommate's ass. Kate stiffened as she climaxed, nearly driving her entire hand home. Gina wailed an orgasm, her feet pushing against the armrest of the couch as she flooded Kate's mouth. I watched, enraptured as I felt a small climax rumble through Brit, rolling up and down my length. I hugged her tighter. Flexing in reply. As the girls caught their breath, still layered on the couch, Brit and I parted and stepped from our hiding place, applauding the performance we had just been afforded. The two stars of the show turned their heads to the audience and smiled, 
both eyeballing the wet stiffness before me. Britt bounced over to the couch and got a pussy-enhanced kiss from Gina as the little one beckoned me over and promptly licked Britt's juices off my dick, giving me the opportunity to check Gina's moisture content, slipping a couple fingers in her drenched pussy. Gina finally called off the fun, announcing that she had intended to have dinner ready for us before we woke from our nap. I went back to the master bath to take a leak and put on a pair of boxers and came out to find the girls, now all dressed in t-shirts, skipping around the kitchen, getting dinner put together. There were plenty of cooks already in the kitchen, so I sat at the island and listened to the girls banter back and forth. They didn't come right out and talk about the fun and games the girls and I had on the MG after the photo shoot, but there were plenty of innuendos and raised eyebrows. Dinner finally made it to the table and it was some of the best spaghetti I've ever had, but I honestly think my dinner company had a lot to do with it. About halfway through the meal, Brit, as I had predicted, brought up the future living arrangements. So, lover, she said as she ran a hand up and down my thigh under the bar. I guess we're going to have to find another place to rent. Do you know of any place where three innocent girls from out of town can find a reasonable place to move into? Between the utterance of the word innocent and the fact that she now had my half-hard cock in her hand, I nearly spewed red wine out of my nose. The girls laughed at my response as I tried to recover. Well, I said, nearly recouped and whining some more pasta onto my fork. I know the rental market is pretty tight right now, even with school out for the summer and all. I took a bite and chewed, pondering their dilemma. I do have this guest room, but I was really hoping a couple buddies of mine would come to town this summer, and they'd have a place to stay. I paused as I took another sip of my Merlot. And, I continued, I've been a bachelor so long, you know, being able to bring a girl home and not having to worry about some roommate getting in the way, I just... Next thing I know, I am off the stool, on the floor. A fiery-eyed blonde is straddling my chest as the other two pinned my arms to the floor. I clearly said something wrong. I smiled up at Brit, backpedaling a bit. Well, you do know I was referring to you as the girl I'd bring home, right? Brit smiled a devilish grin as I felt two hands straying down my stomach, creeping under the waistband of my fruit of the looms. Gina and Kate had the same demonic smirk as their leader, and I felt their hands converge, firmly taking hold of my prized possession. Brit ran her hands through my hair as I stared up into her beautiful, dark blue eyes. So, baby. She winked as her cohorts ran their fingertips up and down my length. Don't you think we would make the perfect tenants? I mean, really. We would help with all the household duties, you know, like cleaning and shopping and cooking. I felt little Kate's hands slip down and begin to palm my balls, rolling them between her delicate fingers. Gina, meanwhile, had me in a full grip, tightening and loosening her fingers sequentially. It was nothing like I had ever felt before a digital undulation. Brit continued, her hands now pushing her shirt up, her beautiful taut belly exposed as she played with her nipples just under the shirt. Think of the other perks too. No more having to jack off when you get a little horny. I'm sure one of us would be more than happy to give you a handy or a BJ if you just needed a quickie to get you by. And you'd never have to sleep in a cold bed or wash your own back. I think you'd really benefit by having us as your roommates. I couldn't suppress the moan as Kate and Gina continued to manipulate my main vein, and just to make sure they had my attention, Britt lifted up a bit off my chest, revealing her wet pussy, 
her inner lips puffy and red. As the landlord, I thought I'd better get my two cents in. You know, there are going to have to be a few house rules that you three will have to agree to. I felt Gina tighten her grip in anticipation of my demands. First off, there'll have to be some kind of dress code. Gina's grip got tighter yet. Except when I have visitors or clients here, you three will wear as little clothing as is possible, depending on the temperature, etc. That got me a little stroke and Brit settled back on my chest and rocked her hips back and forth a couple time. Second, if I am available, I will be given first rights to all leg and pussy shaving and also hair washing and drying. Brit moaned as she rocked a couple more times, leaving a snail trail of pussy juice on my chest. Gina gave me a couple more welcome tugs as the little one draped her long hair over my face and gave me a quick buss on the lips. Next, I said, straining at Gina and Kate's ministrations. We will have weekly movie nights and oh yeah, we will also have scheduled naked days. Um, fuck yes. Gina grunted as I noticed a hand between her legs moving frantically. Britt leaned to her side and kissed Kate, their tongues stabbing at one another. So, Brit said as soon as Kate would let her. Are there any more house rules you can think of? As she rose up on her knees and inched forward, her pussy nearly within striking distance of my tongue. Well, I said as my arms were released by my captors and I grabbed Brit's sweet ass firmly in both hands. If I ever need a little snack, I would like to think that there would be at least one pussy available for me to partake in at which point I pulled my blonde lover's slick snatch to my lips and proceeded to devour her. Meanwhile, the other two co-conspirators had pulled my boxers down my legs and I saw them fly across the room out of the corner of my eye. I felt my legs being spread to the limit, and I believe it was my petite one who crawled between my legs and began sucking my balls into her mouth, her fingers busy playing with my asshole. That left Gina to inhale my cock— the feeling familiar as I felt her nose nestling my groin, my cock reaching for the back of her throat. The two dark-haired beauties took turns sucking my length and I listened as Gina gave encouragement to Kate as she tried to take all of me in her mouth. Come on baby, you can get that big thing in there. Fuck that sexy baby, suck it, come on, swallow his cock Katie. The little one gurgled and moaned on my cock while her cheerleader ran one hand up and down my belly and chest the other tickling my balls. Britt meanwhile was riding my face, her hands on both sides of my head and rocking her drenched cunt up and down my face, grinding her clit on my nose as my tongue ventured deep inside her steamy cavern. Oh fuck, eat me goddammit. Fuck my pussy with your fucking tongue. Shit, you can eat my pussy anytime. Britt's appreciative acknowledgments continued as she lap-danced on my lips. My hands migrated north and soon were full of firm titty, her nipples as stiff as my dick. Oh, Jesus, baby. I'm coming, baby. Gonna fucking drown you. Aw, fuck. Brit bucked and writhed on my face, her pussy sliding around like a kid on a slip and slide. I held her upright as I sucked her cream from between her swollen lips. She visibly vibrated as orgasm after orgasm rocked her until her body gave in and she collapsed on my face, a delectable smothering. Delectable at any other time except when your cock is about to explode and you want to cry out in ecstasy. Brit found the strength to drag herself up my face enough to give fair warning of the impending eruption. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I spewed both verbally and orgasmically. Gina and Kate both squealed with delight as they fought over the fountain of cum. 
I came hard a half dozen times, so hard my butt cheeks hurt from clenching. Mmm. They uttered as their tongues licked and slurped at the creamy mess. Brit found the strength to turn around and join them, all three tongues now lapping at my tender tool, causing me to flex which brought more giggles of glee from the trio. Content with their clean-up efforts, they joined me there on the floor, my but now numb against the cold limestone tile. We hugged and petted, hands drifting from body to body, Brit purring with contentment. About the time I decided that I'd better get up while I still could, Brit crawled up my torso until we were eye to eye. Gina and Kate pulled up alongside as Brit asked. So, when can we move in? I actually teared up a little and hugged them all tight to hide it and managed to squeak out. Welcome home, girls. I could feel the dampness as they peppered me and each other with kisses, whispering thank yous softly and personally into my ears. I couldn't have been much happier than I was at that moment and realized what a lucky guy I was. Screw the lottery. This was the big prize that we helped each other off the cold floor, complaining about aching backs and knees. Next time we do that, said Gina, we'll aim for the carpet, pointing to the living room about five feet away. We all laughed and went back to cold spaghetti, but it mattered not as the warmth and happiness we all shared was all the comfort we needed. Too early, Sunday morning Brit and I were soundly sleeping in our patent-pending spoon position. My morning would firmly ensconce between her butt cheeks, peeking at her pussy just around the bend, my right hand full of warm sea cup and my face pillowed in a nest of soft blonde hair, breathing warm air on her long neck. Brit was sleeping soundly, her heart beating through the soft flesh of her breast. I was content as I'd ever been and daydreamed about the future. The fantasy was interrupted as I felt movement on the bed. The sheets rustled at the foot of the bed and soon— Two naked subterranean trespassers slithered up on both sides of us. I felt hands, lips, breasts, and legs follow my backside and could see a form below the sheets tracing along the front of my bedmate. Simultaneously, two dark-haired interlopers poked their heads out from under the sheets. Good morning, they whispered as Gina kissed my shoulder and played with my butt. I reached back and gave her an awkward hug, my hand on her butt cheek. We got up to snuggle before we went into the shop this morning, but John sent Gina a text and said he had a family emergency and that we should go ahead and stay home today, Kate whispered. He said he's leaving a sign on the door and Sundays can be slow anyway, so I guess you have to put up with all of us today, throwing me an air kiss and a wink. I hope everything is okay, I replied. I don't think it's a big deal, Gina said as she nibbled at my neck. He said he'd call later and let us know what was going on. Britt grumbled in her sleep as Kate kissed her softly on the nose. I sighed as Gina wrapped her leg over my hip and I could feel her warm wetness. I pulled her in tighter, my hand at the bottom of her ass cheek, and she now sighed into my ear. I closed my eyes and drifted back to where I left off in my dream. Probably around an hour later that morning I was awoken by Brit squirming around trying to roll onto her other side so that she was facing me. Her blue eyes, still heavy with sleep, stared into mine and then asked, Who the fuck are all these people in my bed? Smiling slightly. I don't know, I answered. I thought they were friends of yours. Smiling back, the sleepy one dropped her hand between us and encountered another hand, but not mine. She stared back at me and said, Must be friends of yours since she has her hand on your dick. 
I was sleepier than I thought, and I hadn't realized that somehow Gina had managed to coax me out of the confines of Brit's comfortable ass crack and had assumed a healthy hold. We heard a snicker from the buxom brunette as she caressed my cock. Would you guys be quiet? The little one muttered, now hugging Brit's backside. I'm trying to sleep here. You are, huh? As the blonde reached back and petted the dark-haired pixie. I thought one of you had to go to work today. John had some sort of family emergency. I said, bringing Brit up to date. He said he'd call the girls later on, so it looks like we're stuck with them for the day. That comment just got me a couple pokes and another tug. Anyway, we, I said giving my girl a kiss, have to go through yesterday's shoot and pick out the shots of the MG and Kate for the calendar. You girls may as well get settled in, and you can sort through all the stuff you brought. There'll be some things you brought that you don't need like kitchen things since I already have all that. We also need to do some grocery shopping today, so maybe I can talk you too. Making eye contact with Gina and Kate. Into doing that chore. Gina gave me another loving squeeze. Yeah, that'll work. We can swing by the farmer's market first. Kate loves the farmer's market, don't cha, sweetie? She said with a smile. You got, really? Gride the little one, still comfortably nestled into Brit's backside. I hate the farmer's market. All that walking around in the crowds and you never know what they have. Why can't we just get it all at the store? Brit and Gina laughed at their friend, enjoying irritating her. They have much fresher fruits and vegetables, said Brit, and they have someone there that always has fresh pineapples and we have to make sure that lover boy here always has his pineapple. Both Gina and Kate looked at me and Brit quizzically and I felt myself start to blush a little. So, our new landlord has a thing for pineapples? Asked Gina. No, laughed Brit as she stared deep into my eyes. I do because it makes his cum taste good. Well shit, declared Kate as she jumped off the bed and headed toward their room. Let's get to the fucking farmer's market, Gina. The rest of us busted up laughing as the little one's perky butt and long black hair disappeared around the corner. Well, I guess it's time to get up, Gina said, giving me one last caress and a kiss. I suppose, I said, glancing at the clock. But the market doesn't open for another couple hours. Let's go scrounge up some breakfast, and we'll put together a shopping list. I gave both the girls a squeeze and we forced ourselves out of the comfortable bed. Mid-morning. Sunday we managed to put together a good breakfast and thankfully there was some pineapple which Kate hand-fed me throughout the meal. After a playful meal, we put the list together and got the girls on their way. Brit and I cleaned up and then headed upstairs to the studio-slash-office to download yesterday's shots. It was nice and warm upstairs, the sun streaming through the big glass skylights. I had on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, while Brit wore a bikini bottom and a little crop tee. Her long bare legs were tucked under her as she sat next to me at the desk, intently staring at the pics of Kate and the MG. These came out really nice, lover, Britt commented as we scrolled through them. For a pretty unexciting car, you and Kate made it look pretty special, as she reached over and placed her hand on my thigh. Yeah, well, I think we have to give a lot of credit to you. Your coaching really brought the best out of her. She just really came to life after you put her at ease. I said. I continued to run through the shots. One thing I notice is that she can easily go from innocent little girl to seductress. It's a great quality for a model. 
She's done that a lot in real life lately. When she moved in with us at the beginning of the school year, she was a little prude. Now she can get downright dirty, Britt exclaimed. Timing being everything, just as Britt finished that last statement, we came up to the private calendar shots that Kate took of Britt and I. We sat silent as we scrolled through the shots, perfectly framed and sharp. We both gasped as a close-up of my hard cock slipping into her mouth took over the entire screen. Britt's hand strayed up my thigh until she had a firm hand on my cock. The next few shots of us sprawled naked across the back of the car were erotic as hell and then another porn shot. My fingers spreading her slick snatch wide, ready to probe her depths. The wet redness, clearly focused, was rude, but made my dick throb. Britt felt my response and squeezed her reply. Too quickly we came to the end of the pics as this was where Kate joined in on the fun and I somehow managed to blow a load into both of these beautiful women and watched in awe as the innocent one consumed the cum cocktail from Brit's freshly fucked pussy. It was a threesome that I won't forget any time soon doubt we sat quietly for a minute staring at a blank screen, my blonde lover's hand softly caressing me, our breathing audible. I finally broke the silence. Well, Kate really has a pretty good eye. A couple of those shots were calendar-worthy. Yeah, answered Britt as she reached under the waistband of my shorts and got a good grip on the situation. But some of them looked like they came right off a porn site. Pictures like the one of you spreading my pussy open usually don't do much for me. But because I knew it was me I guess, well fuck, I'm so wet, I could float a boat. And the one of me taking your cock in my mouth and that was all you saw, shit. I just want to blow that one up and look at it all day. Fuck, I'm horny. We were instantly all over each other as I sat her on the desktop and attacked her mouth with mine while my hands strayed all over her sublime form. She struggled to push my shorts down over my ass as she squirmed on the lacquered wood top. My hands settled on her ass, tucked in between her and the desktop and I pulled her tight to my burgeoning cock, now free to wander. Bed. She moaned through our kiss. Good fucking idea, my dick told me, so I carried her to the bed and not so gently bounced her on the mattress. Brit squealed with delight as she pulled the skimpy shirt over her head. Get your camera, she said, her eyes dark with desire. Ever obedient, my dick and I grabbed the camera off the side table next to the desk and turned to see my love lying back on the bed with her legs spread and her little bikini bottoms being eaten by her pussy. Her outer lips hugged the tiny blue triangle dark from her juices. Close-ups, she murmured as she drug her index finger up the great divide. I dropped to my knees and zoomed in, focusing on glistening puffy lips and scant, saturated fabric. I followed her finger, shot after shot as she played with the cloth, tucking it deeper till her pussy nearly swallowed the itty-bitty bottoms. Finally, the troublesome piece came off, leaving her pussy bare and vulnerable. I glanced up from the camera as her gaze bore down on me, her eyes black with want and her tongue licking her lips in anticipation. Open it, I whispered in a commanding tone. A shiver ran through her as she spread her pussy lips apart, exposing her pink core. I stared at her open sex, the soft, wet interior my cock so loved. Fuck, I said under my breath as I remembered to take the shot. Brit shivered again as she repositioned her hands rocking back a bit to show her perfect pink star, shining bright with the runoff from her stimulated snatch. 
Her pussy now gaped exposing a deep tunnel of love and it took all the willpower I could muster not to drop the camera on the floor and fill that gap with my cock that was throbbing with desire that I managed a couple more shots, standing over her, looking down at her obscene pose, legs spread wide and tucked back, her pussy gaping wide and an asshole asking to be plundered. I stepped back and took one wide shot, capturing her in her pornographic entirety. To say she looked ready to be fucked was an understatement, and my cock wasn't willing to wait much longer that I stepped back up to the foot of the bed and looked down at my babe's X-rated display. I sat the camera to the side on the bed and placed my hands on the insides of her spread, tense thighs, looking up to see her lustful look. Eat me, she said breathlessly, her chest heaving with each breath. Obediently, I dropped my head down to her crotch and inhaled deeply her erotic aroma stiffening my dick and resolved just that much more. Ever the tease, I raked my tongue over her winking pucker and skipped over the deep cave before latching onto her distended clit, sucking it between my lips. Brit stiffened as her first orgasm overtook her. F-f-f-u-u-c-c-c-k-k-k-k-k. She bellowed as her cunt convulsed. I continued to bathe her sex with my tongue and lips, tickling her asshole with my tongue as it pulsed, trying to coax me in. Lost in the joy of giving her pleasure, I heard the shudder release of my Nikon, and I glanced up to see her holding it, shooting wide with the camera above her head, hoping for the best from the autofocus. I went back to what I was doing, drawing another climax from deep within her. Jeez, ah, shit. She moaned through another orgasm. Brit was clearly in need of a respite, so I backed off and let her legs back down onto the bed and slid up beside her not snuggling as she was warm enough as it was. She laid there on her back, her eyes closed with the occasional shiver running up her body. I traced patterns up her arm, across her chest, and contemplated playing with her nipples. She anticipated my move and took my hand and held it down on her belly, still trying to catch her breath. She turned her head to look at me, her eyes now a deep blue. You're incredible, she said softly, squeezing my hand in hers. Thank you didn't seem appropriate, so I simply scutched closer and kissed her shoulder and whispered. I love you. A tear began to form in her eyes as she turned away. I kissed her shoulder once more. Turns out, she turned to locate the camera which she handed me and slid over till we were shoulder to shoulder. Her hand released mine to allow me to operate the camera. Her hand now found my cock as we reviewed the pornographic images on the little two-inch screen. Even at that size, the images were startlingly graphic. I could hear Brit's breathing quicken as we perused explicit shots of my tongue probing her ass or lapping the inside of her gaping pussy. Fuck! She repeatedly murmured as she stroked my stiffening member. Rested and ready, she let go of my cock and sat up, giving me a quick kiss. Scoot back to the headboard! She said as she stood up next to the bed and shook her bountiful head of blonde hair bending over and running her fingers through it, a cursory brushing. I sat against the upholstered headboard and admired her, wondering how I got this lucky. Britt caught me staring and leaned over to give me a deep kiss before reaching back to the bedside table and retrieving something she quickly tucked under the pillow. Slipping up onto the bed, she gave me another kiss as she straddled my belly, nestling my cock in her ass crack. So, lover, are you ready for me to fuck the shit out of you? As she reached back, tucking my cock into her crack, rocking back and forth. 
I simply smiled and nodded in the affirmative as my hands ran up her sides, settling on her firm tits, thumbing her stiff nipples. Okay then, get that camera ready. As she backed over my dick, spreading her juices along the length until it sprang up, free and slapping me on the belly. Brit straightened up and ran her hands up and down her torso, squeezing her breasts, twisting her nipples. Snapping pictures, I watched her raise up on her knees and bend back slightly, reaching down and showing off her pussy, spreading her lips, dipping the occasional finger in for a sample. Tasting herself, she gave a smile of approval and reached down for my cock. I watched through the viewfinder as she ran the tip of my cock through her wet lips, gathering her essence. Slowly, she let me in as I captured my advance, slowly watching my cock disappear. Unhurried, she slid up and down, occasionally reaching down to spread herself, exposing her stiff clit riding along the top of my shimmering member. I was more than content to let her ride me until I gave her my gift, but my lovely assistant had other poses in mind. She slowly dismounted. My slimy cock slapped my belly in retaliation. Brit smiled as she gave me a quick slurk before turning her back to me and reassuming the position. She leaned forward, reaching back and spreading her ass for me. I took a couple shots of her tight ass and open pussy which was dripping onto my balls. Satisfied that I had enough shots of that particular pose, she reached between her legs and took my cock in hand again, aiming it at her sweet snatch. I'll bet that looks nice, she said as I zoomed in to capture the moment as she captured me once more. Her ass winked at us as my cock slipped further inward until we were safely home. Britt rode me for a minute before straightening up and reached back to retrieve whatever it was that she hid beneath the pillow that I didn't catch what it was, but I had my suspicions. Britt leaned forward again to deal with whatever she had gathered, so I took the opportunity to run my hands over her ass, my thumbs playing with her asshole. Britt moaned as I played and then swatted my hands away. Picking the camera back up, I watched as she probed her ass with lubed fingers, one, then two, slipping and sliding beside my cock still enjoying her tight pussy. Next, a bright pink vibrator showed up, shining with lube and quickly replacing her fingers. Like watching a private porno, I captured images of Brit pleasuring herself with my cock buried deep in her cunt while she plundered her ass with the vibrator. Oh my god that feels fucking incredible. She groaned as she filled her ass with the vibe and I filled her pussy with my cock. Her pace quickened and I figured we were close to the crescendo when she suddenly stopped and let a small orgasm roll through, trying to push me and the anal intruder out. Giving herself a second, she inhaled and then slowly retracted the pink invader. Her asshole gaped as I took another shot, my cock still firmly parked in her pussy below her open back door. Brit sat back upright, back straight, and she flexed to realign her muscular back. She turned to look at me and asked, Are you ready, baby? Ready for what, I wondered. The answer came as she handed me the bottle of lube and raised herself up, freeing her favorite toy. You didn't need to give me detailed instructions as she leaned forward slightly and spread her ass wide. I quickly squeezed a healthy amount of the cool lube on the head of my cock, like syrup on a sundae. Picking up the camera and shooting with one hand, I pointed my grease pole at her open rear portal and chronicled the advancement of my cock as it was consumed by her greedy ass. Once I was completely covered, my cock gone from sight, I made a management decision and called the photo shoot finished and a smashing success. 
Now it was time to get down to real business and fuck my lover's ass until we both passed out. Setting the camera aside, I grabbed her by the hips and set a rhythm, slowly with full strokes, letting her ass get used to my full girth, which was getting bigger by the minute. Oh, fuck me. She moaned, grabbing my ankles and ratcheting herself up and down my cock. I stared intently as my cock advanced and retreated, the tight skin of her ass drawing outward with each thrust. After what seemed like an eternity, my cock began to numb and Brit was clearly tuckered out. We slowed until we stopped, seemingly defeated. But there was no way I wasn't going to give this girl a load up the ass she would soon forget that I pushed her off my dick. Much to her surprise and it showed in her face as I stood beside the bed and grabbed her legs and flipped her onto her back. She got that devilish look back when I drug her to the edge of the bed and she watched as I squirted a healthy amount of the lube onto the length of my throbbing, angry member that I pushed her legs back, lifting her butt and slipped a pillow underneath and then anointed her still open ass with a healthy dollop of the sex grease. Handing her the pink vibrator, I winked as I slid my dick home fighting the compression afforded by the tight fit. Obscene sucking and farting sounds followed the pistoning of my cock in her ass as I drove for home. Sweat dripped off my nose and I heard the vibrator hum and then felt the vibrations as she ran the vibe around the outside of her pussy, teasing her own clit, waiting for the pivotal moment. The extra lube and change of position was just what the doctor ordered. Along with that, the looks on each other's faces carried us to the end. Brit's eyes grew big as I'm sure mine did as we felt each other reach the peak. We reached the top simultaneously, my cock exploding, seemingly endless amounts of molten cum jetting into her pulsating ass. Brit convulsed, as if having a seizure, her ass milking my cock, pushing and pulling, unsure of whether to expel me or take me in further. Brit lost control of the vibrator, and it rolled off her, settling on the bed, humming to no one. I only had the strength to wrap my arms around her legs, pulling them together, and then lean on them, the bed in her, the only thing keeping me upright. Little aftershocks rolled through her, coaxing out what little cum I had left. Eventually, I found my way to the bed and we lay side by side, breathing hot air into each other's faces as we drifted off to sleep. A little bit later I woke to whispers and soft giggling. I opened my eyes just enough to see Gina and Kate standing beside the bed where Brit and I lay naked and spent. Kate held my 35mm Nikon and was scrolling through the pics, both of their eyes wide. God, look how big his cock looks in her ass. Kate whispered to Gina as she glanced down at my now, less than expansive dick. I thought I wanted him to fuck my ass, but now I'm not sure. The little one continued that Gina's right hand was in her shorts obviously getting off to the digital display. Oh, I definitely want that cock in my butt. I want to watch his face as I fuck him till he comes in my ass, she said in a stutter. Kate let out a little squeak and looked at me as my cock gave away the fact that I was awake and listening to their conversation. She gave me a little covert wink and said, You know what would be fun? What's that? Gina responded, her fingers still diddling her pussy as she stared at the tiny images. While George is fucking that sweet ass of yours, I could put on the strap on and I'd fuck your pussy at the same time. Or we could have Brit fuck your pussy while I took pictures. Kate paused and looked down at me, still pretending to asleep, and my cock jumped once more. Kate couldn't contain her giggle, giving us away. 
Gina stared into my now open eyes, still playing with her pussy as Kate took a shot of Brit, and I naked on the bed, a fitting closing shot. Gina managed a small orgasm, her eyes never leaving mine. Kate took a couple more shots, even a wide one that captured Gina standing over us, her hand rapidly working her pussy inside her shorts. Putting the camera back on the table as Gina got herself put back together, the little one said, Gina and I'll put away the groceries. See you downstairs in a couple. We have some barbecue from the market for lunch. I managed a smile as I hugged Brit closer, tempted to close my eyes and drift back to sleep. I could hear the girls downstairs, busily dealing with the shopping, so guilt finally got me to my feet. Getting Brit up was another thing altogether. She moaned and grumbled as I gently tried to wake her. Soft caresses got me nowhere, and it wasn't until I resorted to nipple pinching that I got a response. Mmm. She groaned as she stretched her arms up. I was dreaming that that we were lying in a field of clover, making love in you. Oh. She winced as she stretched her legs. I guess it wasn't all a dream. I dreamed that you were overcome with lust, and you ravished me. Violating my pussy and my ass with your big cock, telling me how much you loved me as you fucked me like an animal. It was the most erotic dream I've ever had. She paused as she looked up at me with those deep blue eyes. You don't suppose we can find a field like that any time soon, do you? I leaned down to kiss her and help her sit up. I'll do my damnedest to find that field, even if I have to plant it myself. I said, kissing her softly. Brit wrapped her arms around my neck, trying to pull me down and start round two. We better get up, lover. I said with the proper disappointing tone. Gina and Kate are back and they brought lunch. They're getting it ready now. A twinkle of concern showed in her eyes. Did they see us? We were asleep when they came upstairs to let us know they were back. The camera? She asked, looking for it on the bed. They were standing here by the bed and looking at the pictures when I woke up. Did they? Did they like them? I'd say yes. Kate was drooling and Gina was fingering herself while they looked at them. Brit smiled as she got up and scurried over to the toilet and unabashedly sat and relieved herself. The least you could do is turn around. She sighed as the splashing sound echoed throughout the studio. I turned and gathered up my clothes, trying to ignore what was happening behind me. Um, she groaned. Nothing like a jizz enema. Fuck George. It feels like you came a gallon. As the noises continued, Good lord, I told myself as I pulled on my shorts, This girl is really something. Then came snickering and giggling from the bottom of the stairs, Followed by Jeannie yelling, Lunch is ready, you pervs. And the laughter of the two could be heard all the way back into the house that I looked over and gave Brit an annoying look which she answered with a shrug of her shoulders as she reeled off a couple yards of toilet paper. What can I say, they're your roommates. She said matter-of-factly, What have I done? I asked myself as I turned to walk downstairs. As I was about to walk through the front door, Brit hit the bottom of the stairs, holding what little she had been wearing, still naked as a jaybird. Reading my questioning look, she said, I need a shower, okay? I couldn't help but smile as she skipped past me through the open door, giving me a glancing kiss. I managed to give her a little sweat on the ass as she skipped toward the bedroom. Hi, girls, she said as she passed them on the way. The two didn't reply, their eyes following her bouncing but as she disappeared into the master bedroom. They went back to making lunch, giggling to one another. 
A gallon? Can you imagine? Followed by more snickering. I chose not to enter into this particular trap and opened the fridge to get something to drink. Smells good, ladies, and thanks for doing the shopping. Brit and I got a lot done while you were gone. I instantly regretted that last line and prepared for the comeback. Not a problem, said Kate. But I still hate going to the farmer's market. And then catching my eye. I think we're going to have to alternate who has to go shopping and who gets to stay home. Giving me a wink and getting a poke in the ribs from Gina. Before Kate could retaliate, Brit emerged from the bedroom, her hair wet from the shower, wearing the skimpiest pair of panties known to man and nothing else, which drew catcalls and wolf whistles from the other two. She glanced at me with my deer-in-the-headlights look and said nonchalantly, You said one of the rules is that we were to wear as little as possible, and it is getting warm, so and she did a pirouette showing off her beautiful form and a but I'd lay my life down for. The other two laughed hysterically and before you could blink, shirts and shorts flew until all three wore nothing but the briefest knickers. I laughed and shook my head in disbelief, heading toward the bedroom. I'm going to take a quick shower, don't wait lunch for me. I managed a quick, refreshing shower and as I towed off, I listened to the none-too-private conversation between the three about what transpired while Gina and Kate were shopping. Kate, when we came to the shots you took of George and me, I was instantly horny, like he'd flipped a switch, said Britt. And the close-ups of him in my mouth or the one where he was spreading my pussy open. Fuck, those are so nasty, but I fucking love them. I know guys get off on that, but I never had that reaction, maybe because it was me or something. It wasn't just because it was you. Gina chimed in. I was creaming my panties looking at them too. I think because I knew it was you and well, you know, been there, done that. I just really got into it. I stood there and fingered myself while your boyfriend watched me. Well, you know how turned on I got watching you two go at it. Kate giggled. But I've always liked porn and all those close-ups of girls spreading themselves and stuff. You guys know I like porn. You've seen me get off on it on the computer more than once. But you didn't know that I tried to shoot my own pictures of myself with my phone. They didn't come out very well. But when no one's around, I look at those and finger myself silly. God, Kate. Exclaimed Brit, laughing. And you called me a perv. More laughter ensued as I stood and listened, out of sight. Brit, do you? Gina began, hemming and hawing as she played with her food. Do you think that G.O.R.? Well, would you be okay? I mean, geez, Gina, just spit it out. Brit teased. Okay, she said, taking a deep breath. Well, I got so turned on by those pictures this morning that I wondered if. Well, fuck it. I'd like to have some photos like that for me so that when I get horny and no one's around, I can get off on them. There I said it. I want some nasty photos of me and George and even you guys that will be private, just for me. And well, I guess you could have copies too, if you want them. She paused. God, is that weird? I feel like a fucking teenage boy collecting porn to jack off to. But fuck, those shots of you and George just really turned me on. Ah, I heard Brit say, as I peeked around the corner. She and Kate stood next to Gina and wrapped their arms around her. That's not weird at all, sweetie. I have a collection going of George and I from some of the other car shoots. And when he's not around and I get horny, I do a whole slideshow on the computer and bang myself till I cream all over his chair. 
Fuck, I've done it three or four times in a day when he's at work. My dick responded, imagining Brit fidgeting on leather upholstery as she got off reliving our love-making sessions. Brit continued as she and Kate played with Gina's aroused nipples, nibbling at her neck. Fuck, if I had photos of you guys with George or even just us girls, God, I might never get anything done. Damn it, Gina, you've got me all worked up again. She turned Gina's face to hers and kissed her hard. I could see their tongues battling for position as Kate, on the far side of the couple, began suckling on the busted brunette's teacup while her hands roamed from Gina to Brit.by now. I had a hard on that wouldn't quit. I thought about just walking out there naked, with my cock leading the way, but then that might be a little crude, and someone here had to be the grown-up. I stepped over to the dresser and dug around in the drawer, taking inventory. There at the bottom, in the back, was this. Well, I guess it's like a jock strap that the girls had bought me when I first met Gina and Kate, and we had our first photo shoot together. They insisted that because they had to wear these skimpy outfits that the photographer ought to do the same. It consisted of a silk sack. I compared it to a sack that a kid would keep his marbles in, and a few strings that held it up. Perfect, I told myself as I somehow managed to stuff myself into the bag and arrange the butt floss. I glanced over at the mirror and I didn't think I could have looked any fucking sillier, but figured, what the hell. The noise had subsided until I turned the corner. What's for lunch, ladies? Little Kate shrieked with delight, and Gina's eyes grew as big as saucers while my favorite blonde spewed iced tea out her nose trying to contain herself. I stopped and gave them a 360, like a model on a catwalk, drawing a round of applause. God, babe, Britt said as she wiped up her mess on the counter. I figured you threw that away, eyeballing the tightly packed bag between my legs. Are you kidding? I kidded as I retrieved the iced tea from the fridge. I wear it all the time when no one else is around. The girls whistled as I stretched to get a glass from the top shelf, giving them a good view of my backside. What a butt! I heard one of them whisper to the others. Yeah, said another. If I had a dick, I'd definitely take that for a ride. Oh shit, I thought to myself, let's not go there. I'm all for the occasional finger up the ass but I think I draw the line at a cock, real or fake up my tight virgin hold that I turn back to face my roommates. I just figured that if you got to wear next to nothing, why shouldn't I? Britt walked around the island and stood in front of me, eye to eye, tit to chest. Oh, I don't think you'll get any argument out of any of us. She said as she grabbed a handful and gently caressed the material, smiling as she felt my cock strain. She turned and got me a plate and served me up some of the barbecue that they had picked up at the market. The remaining empty stool was between Gina and Kate, so I took my seat and started eating. The girls went back to their lunch, yammering back and forth as though sitting around half-naked was just as normal as could be. The occasional hand did find its way onto my leg, eventually working its way to my bag of marbles. Pretty soon, the snake had found its way out of the bag relieved to not be bent double and being charmed by two soft and attentive hands. The girls talked about spending the rest of the afternoon sorting through all the belongings they had stacked in the warehouse and deciding what to do with it all. Lunch finished, Brit gathered the dirty dishes and continued the conversation, leaving the other two to torment my cock. Finished cleaning up and ready to get to sorting, the girls stood and headed toward the door, looking back at me, wondering why I hadn't jumped up to follow. 
All three looked down with devilish grins as I spun the stool and stood, my cock stiff and pointing to the ceiling that I looked down, weighing my options as the girls giggled in delight with their accomplishment. After a brief confab with myself, I slid the little apparatus down my legs and kicked it toward the living room. Screw it! I declare the rest of the day naked day! All three beauties yelped and hooped with joy, bouncing up and down as they stripped off what little they wore and added it to the small pile of apparel I had started. All three then grabbed me and we hugged and kissed, hands everywhere, groping and playing. We love you, Brit said as she kissed me, her hand, I think it was hers, wrapped firmly around my cock. I love you too, kissing her back and swatting two, maybe three butts. Okay, let's get to work. The threesome giggled and jiggled their way out to the warehouse, me and Toe admiring the view. I watched for a couple minutes as three gorgeous, naked women picked through the enormous pile of belongings, commenting and cavorting, but really making zero progress. I finally had to step in and try to get them somewhat organized. Ladies, I said from the sidelines, my hands on my hips in an authoritarian stance that only brought more giggling and no respect. I think what you need to do is make three categories. One is items that you need and would like to have in the house. Two would be items you want to keep, but don't need every day. If we need to, I can build some storerooms or closets out here to keep everything clean. The third category would be things that you don't need, would never use and can pitch or donate. Does that make sense? Brit, the organized one of the trio quickly agreed and took control. She soon had three areas designated and the girls went at it with me helping shuttle things to the appropriate spot. A lot of groping and griping went on. Kate was the worst at making up her mind and numerous tug-of-wars ensued. Brit being the one who was the best at snap decisions was usually her opponent. Pregina found herself trying to be the diplomatic one. I knew better than to get involved. While one of the debates was in full swing over whether or not to keep a questionable-looking crock pot, I spotted the box I had unloaded earlier that I knew contained a veritable plethora of sex toys. I grabbed the box and turned toward the argument, and all went silent. Their eyes all grew big as they recognized the box I held and I gave Brit a knowing glance. Brit laughed and said, Hell girls, we've all fucked him. We're standing her naked in a big warehouse arguing about worn-out appliances. I really don't think we need to be embarrassed about our toy collection. Do you? They nodded no in agreement, and I tried to look innocent and ignorant, asking, What kind of toys, dolls, and stuffed animals? Brit gave me a look and tried to contain herself as I sat the box down and began to lift the lid off. Quicker than the flash himself, Gina and Kate flew over and had their hands on the box lid, holding it down. Brit couldn't hold it any longer, laughing and sidling up behind me, her arms around me, both hands on my awakening cock. Give it up, ladies, he already knows what's in the box. I could tell by the look in his eyes. He was trying to get a rise out of you, but look, the joke's on him. She said, moving her hands up and down my dick. We got a rise out of him, laughing at her own humor. I reached back and grabbed her, but, pulling her tighter to my backside, Kate stared at my hard-on and then flipped the lid onto the floor and rummaged around until she came out with a flesh-colored dildo, anatomically correct. Walking over she dropped to her knees in front of me and as Brit held my stiffness parallel to the floor, Kate held the synthetic schlong beside mine and beamed. See, I told you it was about the same length. 
Then wrapping her little hand nearly all the way around mine, she smiled even larger. You're right, Brit. His is much bigger around. Now I really don't know if I want him in my butt or not. We heard a soft moan and glanced up to see Gina still standing near the toy box, staring at my cock, biting her lower lip and furiously rubbing her pussy with her fingers. Brit smiled and whispered in my ear as she pumped my cock with Kate still firmly attached. I think Gina still wants to give you her virgin ass, baby. It was my turn to moan as the little one ran her tongue over the crown of my cock, cleaning up a drop of pre-cum dangling on the tip. I was in danger of losing it if this kept up and the thought of my cock deep in the tight ass of the buxom brunette was all I needed to bring me to my senses and reassert my command. Okay, ladies, I said, slipping from the grasps of the blonde and the pixie. Back to work. We can play later. With that, I walked over to the box of body playthings and placed it in a stack of items that the girls would want in the house. I assume this is the correct pile. I asked. Britt and Kate nodded in the affirmative while Gina still had her hand between her legs, staring at my dick. I snapped my fingers and waved my arms to break her reverie. She looked up at me and blushed as the other two laughed and turned back to do some more sorting. Back into the routine. The girls were making pretty good headway as the one large pile soon became three more manageable piles. Another argument was taking place over a very ugly lamp that Kate thought was wonderful. I had to side with Brit on this one. It was but ugly. Gina, meanwhile, was digging around on the other side of the pile, bent at the waist, her incredible legs and ass on display. With the others still bickering about the lamp, I took the opportunity to step over next to Gina and bend over as though consulting with her on whatever had caught her interest. Situated between her and the others, I clandestinely placed my hand on the small of her back and let it wander over her but fingers sliding through the ravine. She shivered, never speaking or looking over at me and consciously spread her feet apart more doubt I moved items around with one hand, playing the part of inquisitive helper as my other hand helped itself to her hungry pussy. She wiggled her ass, grasping at my fingers with her swollen pussy lips. Brit and Kate were still in a heated mediation as I plunged two fingers in and out of the Gina's luscious snatch. It wasn't going to take much to bring her to the brink, and she found a box to lean on, ready for the finale. Switching up fingers, I let my middle and ring fingers massage her interior as my wet index finger poised itself over her asshole. As I felt her pussy contracting, her orgasm ready to peak, I leaned closer to her and whispered as my pointer probed her pink pucker. Next time, it'll be my cock sliding into your ass. As I buried my finger to the second knuckle. She let out a growl and cursed softly as she fought to stay upright and quiet, her body trembling as she came on my fingers that I remained bent over next to her, pretending to pick through the pots and pans until Gina was somewhat composed. Kate had won the battle of the ugly lamp and was proudly walking it to the appropriate area while I approached from the opposite direction, pots and pans in hand and rigid dick proudly leading the way. Kate looked at it suspiciously, probably wondering why it had grown interested again. I caught her staring and simply shrugged my shoulders. Three gorgeous women running around naked. What do you expect? Turning back to get another load. I could feel Kate's stare burning a hole on my butt and I gave it a little shake, earning me a snicker, quicker than I thought possible, even with the occasional grope and feel, we had our three piles. Britt went into the house and grabbed us some beers and we retrieved some chairs from the keep pile and sat back and took in our accomplishment. 
I'm proud of you girls, I said, taking a pull on the long neck. I think I'll just build a storage closet against the outside wall here, and you can get to it whenever you want. Glancing at the pile that was destined to move into the house, I said, I was a little concerned that that pile, tilting my head in that direction, was going to be much bigger, but I think we can manage all of that. Taking another sip. Well, none of us are real clothes horses, said Brit as she played with the cold bottle against her stiff nipples. And it looks like the only time we'll even need clothes is when we're not here. Glancing back and forth over all of us. We all clinked bottles, seconding that motion. Here, here, we said in unison, laughing loudly. Before we got too comfortable, we gathered up the belongings that were moving in with the girls. I quickly grabbed the sex toys and marched them into the house with the girls close behind, commenting on my butt, trying to draw my attention away from the box. Once in their room, I'm sure the girls thought I would just set the box down and leave it to them to put things away. Only Brit suspected I couldn't leave well enough alone, and she hung at door, ready for the show. I carried the box straight to their bed and unceremoniously dumped it onto the comforter. Gasps and yelps, followed by a furious floundering of both Kate and Gina, trying to keep the objects of sexual gratification out of my view. Like brave soldiers hurling their bodies on a live grenade to protect their fellow combatants from harm, the two went face down, butts in the air, legs akimbo, pussies and asses on glorious display. Brit and I both laughed out loud as the girls scurried to hide the embarrassing items underneath them reminding me of a mother hen trying to keep her inquisitive chick safely tucked away under her protective feathers. Satisfied they had their bases covered as it were, a game of keep-away ensued as both Brit and I reached under and around the squirming naked forms, grabbing toys and body parts. Eventually we were all too tired to resist one another, and we collapsed onto the bed, breathing hard with big smiles all around. I wiggled my way toward the center of the bed, lying back with something poking me in the shoulder. I managed to twist around enough to grab the amazingly heavy object. On my back again, I held the object up for inspection. Wow! Britt lay beside me and looked up at my hands. Pretty, huh? And it was pretty, but it also looked imposing. I held an 18-inch long glass, double-ended dildo. Swirls of color and spiral textures gave it an art-like appearance. Except for the obvious phallic notes, it could easily be called a piece of art, and maybe on some levels, regardless of its intended use, it really was art. I didn't see it going on my fireplace mantle anytime soon though, even if I had a fireplace. The girls relented to my curiosity and even turned the tides as they proudly showed off each toy and explained its use, wanting to demonstrate on me, even if they were all pretty much gender-specific. I made sure to keep my butt down and my legs together. I made a mental catalog of the items. You never know when you might need to borrow a tool or a toy. Finally inventoried and repacked, I realized I was pooped and ready for a nap. I sat up and announced my intentions. Well, I'm tired from working all day. Which drew jeers and tickling. So, scooting toward the end of the bed, I'm gonna take a shower and take a little nap. I was the last one in the shower. The mention of shower was the trigger that emptied the bedroom like the bed was ablaze. By the time I gathered up towels and stepped through the glass door, the rain was falling, the stars were shining and three angels' bodies glistened as they began to wash each other's hair, a daisy chain of follicle cleansing. 
I managed to slip into the middle and worked on various and sundry body parts, the excess shampoo, my hands and their undulating bodies worked to clean one another. My persistent hard-on kept getting hung up as I tried to rotate as the spindle of this feminine flesh roller. Various slick hands helped me on my way as I caressed and cleaned every square inch of supple shapeliness I could find. Many gallons of water later, we emerged from the simulated spring rain and toweled each other off, raining soft kisses on one another. The girls had previously perfected the synchronized hair drying and brushing routine. The unlucky one facing Kate's backside, the shortest, with the longest hair. I elected to help Gina tackle this chore. I stood alongside her, working my half and felt her eyes on me. Her brown eyes sparkled with a happiness that radiated outward. Pursing her lips, she leaned over for a kiss, which I was happy to render. Long and tender, the brushing never ceased and a soft hand caressed my butt. Brit's loving caress. The hair drying was a bit haphazard as we were anxious to crawl under the covers. Without word or question, we all converged on my bed, snuggling up, hands searching for something to hold, legs intertwined. Soon there was nothing but contentment and occasionally... Brit's cute little snore dot I slept like the proverbial log, swaddled in soft, warm female flesh. Waking and turning my head to the left, I spied a small, dark nipple, begging for attention. With a little effort, I had my lips around it, nursing softly, eliciting a pleasurable humming from Kate as she tried to get me to take in more of her delicate breast. Soft hands and lips played with my cock as my hands searched for something to keep them occupied. A mystery hand guided one of mine to a pair of protruding pussy lips, wet with anticipation. Spreading, probing slightly and extracting sweet nectar, I explored the area, searching for clues as to the owner of this particular pussy. A guttural groan gave it away as Brit's pussy tried to suck my fingers inside. And my uncanny power of deduction told me that it was Gina whose lovely lips were wrapped around my cock. I managed to reach down and run my fingers through her hair her head bobbing for cock. Even the covering of silk sheets became too much as our combined body heat rose. The sheets finally found their way to the floor, leaving me still ensconced in the middle of the bed, face up where I started. The little one was to my left, her right tit lost in my mouth as she rubbed her crotch on my hip. Brit was to my right, staring at the back of my head, groaning as she held my right hand to her pussy, riding my fingers as she nibbled on my shoulder. The long, tall Gina must have had most of her legs off the end of the bed as she lay between my legs, sucking and stroking happily. Lost in the moment, a shooting pain radiated from my shoulder. Kate yelped as I responded by nipping at the nipple, pulling herself out of harm's way. I turned to Brit as she wrote out her orgasm, trying to shove my hand inside herself and I tried to pry her jaw loose from my shoulder. Succeeding, she stared at me through hooded eyes, smiling as her orgasm continued. The cock-sucking had stopped as Gina watched her blonde lover writhe on my digits. She ran her hands lovingly up and down Brit's long legs, sharing the vibrations that still ran up and down her body. Kate meanwhile got up on her knees beside me, leaning over me to give her blonde roomie a kiss. I nuzzled her belly as she passed over me. The little one giggled as I tickled her with my lips and tongue until she was too distracted to continue making out with my girlfriend. Kate slowly moved back, allowing my tongue to trail up her body until she stopped long enough to kiss me, her long black hair hiding us from the others. I turned back to Brit who had found the strength to roll up and kiss me, 
my hand still firmly held in her greedy cunt. Fuck, you've got good fingers, she said, nibbling at my lips. I wiggled my talented tips, causing another tremor. Fucker. She groaned, rocking her hips on my hand, biting on my chin. Exhausted, Brit rolled back onto her back, releasing my captive hand which was quickly captured again, this time by Gina. I watched as she sucked on my fingers, relishing the taste of her girlfriend. My dick responded as though it was the recipient of her loving lips. Suddenly my view was blocked as a familiar, girlish slash hovered above my face. Little Kate's pussy was that of a young girl, just a smooth slit on a soft mound of flesh, shiny with anticipation, her inner lips waiting within. Gina had finished cleaning my fingers just in time as my natural instinct is to grab the nearest as cheeks whenever possible, and here were two of the smallest and firmest in the land, just waiting to be held that I heard Gina utter something about. Good idea. As I pulled the intoxicating young pussy to my lips, I sensed Gina knee walking up the bed, her right leg rubbing against my side as she, I assumed, matched the riding stance of her little friend, straddling Brit's face. I heard Gina moan as I imagined Brit's talented tongue dancing inside the buxom brunette's sweet snatch. Pay attention, Kate demanded as she put her hands under my head and held it against her as she rode my face, slipping and sliding as I kneaded her butt cheeks. My tongue parted her outer lips, slithering inside, teasing her inner lips and tickling her shy clit. Pulling her forward by the butt, I forced my tongue into her depths, licking inside her as my nose nuzzled her stiffening love button. Kate moaned as she rocked her hips as my tongue slurped her free-flowing juices. The sounds to my right left little to the imagination as Brit growled and made sucking sounds as she devoured Gina's tasty twat. Oh God, eat me Brit! Fuck, your tongue feels so fucking good. Oh yeah, suck my clitty baby, eat that pussy. I'm gonna come all over your face baby. Fuck, oh yeah, right there. Kate was close, so I decided to switch it up a little, you know, prolong the pleasure. I reached up and grabbed her by her tiny waist and slid her down onto my chest. She stared down at my pussy-soaked face and gave me that how dare you look. Before she could utter a verbal complaint, I grabbed her hips and spun her around until that enticing ass was facing me. She glanced over her shoulder at me as she threw her long tresses over her shoulder, giving me a clear view and unencumbered access. Lean forward, baby, I said as I pulled her a bit closer and tucked a pillow under my head. I massaged her taut but cheeks, pulling them apart, exposing her pink pucker. I ran my hands down to the inside of her thighs, spreading her legs. You have the sweetest pussy baby. As I ran a finger up one side of her lips and down the other, sending a shiver through her. Do you want to come baby? Do you want me to eat your sweet pussy until you come all over my face? Uh Uh-huh, she moaned, her face resting on my belly, shrouded by a blanket of long black hair. Spread your ass for me baby. I want to play with your ass while I eat your little pussy. Would you like that baby? Would you like me to finger your ass while I fuck your pussy with my tongue? Oh, fuck me. I heard in two-part harmony as Kate reached back with both hands and spread her ass cheeks, giving me an obscene view of her playground. I glanced up at the source of the other voice to see Gina's eyes wide, both I presume from the view of her petite roommate's pornographic pose and her other partner's talented tongue dancing around her pussy. Eat her. She mouthed, sucking in air as Britt found a sensitive spot. Fuck me, Brit, I'm coming, baby. 
Gina cried as she held the blonde's head and ground her sex on her best friend's face while staring at mine. Oh my god! She moaned as her body rocked back and forth, her orgasm having its way with her. Meanwhile Kate had managed to inch her way closer, undulating her way up my torso as she kept her hands in place, displaying herself to me. I spread her legs further, her pussy now gaping, her bright pink pussy interior beckoned me. Kate groaned, envisioning my view and she pulled her ass cheeks even further apart, her asshole staring me in the eye. You are so fucking nasty! I proclaimed as I sucked her entire pussy into my mouth, exploring her insides with my tongue as my nose poked at her asshole. Jesus! She moaned as her tongue mimicked mine, licking at my stomach. I sucked and probed, licked and nuzzled, trying to cover all the bases. Fingers ran through my hair as I realized Brit and Gina now lay beside me and watched as I feasted on their friend. Brit ran her hands over Kate's back and but as I brought her closer and closer to the end. Gina had evidently tired of the show at this end of the bed, and I soon felt her soft lips once again on my neglected cock. I also felt a hand on my forehead, seemingly pushing me downward. I opened my eyes and managed to focus on Brit hovering over us, her hand on the little one's ass between Kate's who still spread herself open to the world. I'll take her ass, baby. Britt whispered as her middle finger slipped into Kate's wet snatch, gathering some lube. You concentrate on her pussy and I'll finger her ass. Kate moaned her agreement to the deal as Britt slowly inserted the tip of her middle finger, short, wet, tight strokes. I couldn't focus this close to the action, so I went back to my assignment. It didn't take but another minute until Kate was in the throes of a body-racking orgasm. Oh, was all she could utter. Her pussy juices flowed, filling my mouth as I tried to swallow all I could. Conveniently already face down, Kate collapsed the rest of the way, exhausted and breathing hard, her hot breath blowing on my belly. Britt and Gina abandoned their posts to care for their friend, moving her long hair to the side and blowing on her back, trying to cool her down. I did my part by massaging her now outstretched legs which straddled my head, moving from her feet to her but working the tension out. Finally back amongst the living, Kate spun on top of me, the girls ducking out of the way. She crawled the rest of the way up, until we were face to face. Her eyes glistened and the emotion showed. Knowing she didn't need to speak, she kissed me softly at first, then tasting herself, She kissed and licked my face until she was satisfied that I was clean. One last kiss, and she hugged me, dropping her head beside mine, whispering softly, I love you too. I felt a couple kisses on the side of my cock and then drifted off to Never Never Land. Who knows how much later I woke up alone in bed, the tittering of female voices coming from the kitchen. I struggled out of bed, stretched and wandered into the bathroom to take a leak. Uninterrupted. I rinsed my face and brushed the now-not-so-sweet pussy taste out of my mouth. I went back onto the bedroom to find my three comely roommates perched side by side on the end of the bed, legs crossed and looking beautiful. Why don't I have a camera with me at times like this? I said as I approached them. Kate smiled and reached behind them and came up with my Nikon, happily handing it to me. I took it and gave each one a quick kiss before stepping back and taking a couple shots. All three are absolutely gorgeous in their own way and with their long hair brushed out and just a hint of makeup, they are all perfection and my cock told them so as I looked at them through the viewfinder.
They all carried coy smiles as I sat the camera on the dresser. So? I inquired, knowing something was up. Oh, said Brit as she stood up and turned to the bed, bending to get something, showing off her beautiful backside, her pussy sneaking a peek out at me. We just figured that Kate's pussy wasn't all that filling, so we made you a little snack. Here, sit back on the bed. Directing me back to the head of the king-size bed dot I sat back, leaning back on pillows and the headboard, Kate on one side and Brit on the other. Gina stayed at the foot of the bed, standing with her legs slightly spread, her hands on her hips. The other two fed me bits of fruit and bread, interspersed with kisses and caresses. Distracted, I felt movement on the bed and looked out to see Gina, her long brunette hair hanging over each shoulder, inching her way up the bed toward my feet. She stopped there, on her knees and began to massage my feet and calves. It felt wonderful and I told her so. She smiled as the she continued, spreading my legs apart to work her way closer, the others trying to keep my attention with food and their lips on mine. Gina soon reached what I assumed was her final destination, and laid face down between my legs and inspected my stiffening cock. My view was breathtaking, her long lean body prone between my legs, her bubble but standing proud with her long legs stretching forever. Her tongue traced little pads up and down my length as her fingers wandered around my balls. Kate was busy running her tiny hands over my chest, weaving her fingers through my hair, tweaking my nipples. Brit meanwhile continued to kiss me, nibbling at my neck, her tongue exploring my ear. She tugged at my earlobe with her teeth, causing my cock to twitch, bopping Gina in the nose, causing her to giggle and grab it to gain control. Brit stayed at my ear as I watched Gina who was watching me, take the tip of my cock between her lips and suck lightly, her tongue playing with the pee hole. Brit whispered softly, but loud enough for the others to hear. George Lover, I thinks it's time to give that big cock of yours a little relief, and we were all talking and, if it's all right with you, we think it's time to let Gina feel how good it is to have a real cock in her ass. What do you think, baby? After the teasing you gave her this morning, don't you think it's only fair that you give her the real thing? My cock was now bottoming out in Gina's throat, her big brown eyes looking for an answer. Kate had a firm grip on one of my nipples and Brit's tongue was driving me to the brink playing with my ear. Gina worked her way back up my cock, her teeth dragging up the length until they hit the bottom of the crown where she stopped and looked me in the eye once more, biting down just a bit, teasing. We both knew what my answer would be, but I evidently had to verbalize it for them all to hear. I would like nothing better than to feel Gina's tight ass on my cock, feeling her come as I fill her with mine. Gina visibly shivered at the thought and released my cock, kissing the head before she moved up to give me a real kiss, her warm tongue dancing with mine. Britt and Kate left the bed as Gina and I rolled onto our sides, making out like high schoolers. My hands roamed her backside, grasping at her but massaging her back. Her hands also wandered, pulling us tight her pussy grinding on my rigid member. Nearly out of breath, we broke and now noticed that Kate had my camera in hand, a small flash attached and Brit had her back to us at the dresser, fooling with something. Not really caring about what the others were up to, I pushed Gina to her back and kissed my way up her long legs. I wasn't going for the marathon foreplay session this time. We were both clearly worked up enough. I just couldn't resist paying homage to those long, beautiful limbs. Kate was snapping shots as I made my trek. 
Her pussy was soaked and I didn't even try to compete with the pussy licking she had just received from Brit. But I had to have a small sample, running my tongue deep inside her. She clinched her pussy on my tongue, letting me know who was boss. I withdrew and gave her a little nip on the inside of her thigh. Kate continued to click away, and I could only imagine how the shots would turn out. I turned to her and asked, Babe, could you hand me a pillow, please? She quickly filled my request and took her position beside us once more. Gina was staring at me as I folded the pillow and pushing her legs together and then back. I lifted her butt off the bed and tucked the pillow underneath. Satisfied, I scooted back and grabbing her ankles, I made my wish, spreading her legs lewdly, all her treasures revealed. She sucked in her breath, aware of how exposed she was. If she hadn't been, she would be in a second as Kate chimed in, looking through the lens. Fuck that's hot, hold that for a second. As she started firing off shots, testing the limits of the flash dot Gina's eyes bored through mine as she chewed on her bottom lip. Our connection was broken as the pornographer, naked as her model, bounded up onto the bed and straddled Gina, standing over her with her back to her, staring straight down at Gina's open sex. Play with her pussy, Kate directed. I had other ideas and leaned down, running my tongue over her tight pucker and up over her pussy, settling at the top, sucking her clit between my lips. Gina quivered, reaching between Kate's legs and pushing my face deeper into her pussy. I know it wasn't much of a shot, the back of my head between two outstretched gams. But I wasn't in it for the art at the moment. I was there to pleasure Gina. The brunette let me catch my breath as I laughed at her pussy, working my tongue in and around her lips. I felt a tap on my shoulder and looked to the left. Here, try this, said Brit, handing me a small tapered but plug, prelude. Thanks, I said, giving her a wink. Turning back to my work, we made eye contact again, bracketed by Kate's spread legs. Gina watched intently, as did the others as I slowly worked the bright blue plug into her backside. Gina hummed softly as I slowly stroked it in and out until it was bottomed out. I pushed against it lightly, rocking it back and forth as I leaned in again and teased her pussy with my tongue and ran my hands up and down the inside of her thighs. I backed off and teased the butt plug a bit more, rocking it inside her, her pussy contracting, searching. I felt the taping on my shoulder once more. My lovely assistant had a bigger plug in her hand now, nearly twice the diameter and longer too. I worked my fingers under the flange of the small plug and slowly drew it upward, but not without some resistance. Her asshole gaped open momentarily and Kate and I raced for it, her to take a picture and me to probe her opening with my tongue. I'm not sure who won the race, but Gina moaned her satisfaction as I rimmed her ass. Feeling a little bad for probably ruining Kate's shot, I spread Gina's ass wide, her secrets now all bared. Fuck, that's nasty. Kate groaned as she zoomed in, snapping multiple shots of the obscene display. I turned back to Brit and took the bigger plug from her but not before pulling her down to me and giving her a big kiss. Back to work, I caught Gina's gaze once more and winked at her as I set the tip of the bigger plug on her nether hole, now snugly closed. I pushed gently, bouncing it against the resistance, slowly making progress. Holding steady, I looked back to her as she was locked on to the plug trying to make entry when something caught both our eyes. It took but a second when it happened again, and we were more focused now, 
and Gina felt it on her belly. We watched with fascination as a droplet formed on Kate's distended pussy lips and then hung momentarily until Newton's law took effect and a droplet of Kate's excitement tripped onto Gina's belly once more. My dick jerked at the sight, but more amazingly, the butt plug that just moments ago fought for position suddenly free fell into place. Gina shivered at the sensation, a small climax rushing through her. Britt too had been taking in this whole scene. Come here, Katie, she said, reaching for her and helping her off the bed on her wobbly legs. You're just getting in the way. She sat the little one down and dropped to her own knees and attacked the little pussy with her tongue, sending waves of pleasure though the young one's body. Meanwhile, I took another stab at Gina's pussy, working the plug with one finger while I licked her soaked snatch. Gina was now just about beside herself and as I enjoyed myself, I pondered my next move, wondering if Britt had any more toys at the ready. I lifted my head and saw Britt and Kate embracing one another, caught up in their own scenario. I looked up at Gina, one hand working her tits, twisting her nipples as the other worked its way toward her pussy. I grabbed the approaching poacher, intent on keeping this pussy to myself. Her eyes had a look of desperation as I denied her. With a guttural groan she croaked. Fuck me. Fuck me please. Hell of an idea, I thought. I pulled the pillow out from under her and assumed the position, resting the tip of my pulsing cock at her entry. Gina reached for me, grasping my shoulders, trying to draw me inward. On my knees I watched my rock-hard cock spread her pussy lips, sneaking a peek inside. My cock pushed down slightly on the flange of the plug, still planted firmly in her ass. I leaned forward, my arms holding me up above her, and face to face we watched one another as my cock made its way into the steamy depths. Her pussy was tight as the intruder in her ass pushed against my cock, separated by a thin wall of flesh and nerve endings. Gina's lips formed an O as I filled her completely. Crotch to crotch, I did a little hula move, stirring her insides, my cock tip kissing her cervix, my balls slapping the end of the butt plug. Oh my god! She moaned as I fucked her to and fro, in and out, my cock restretching her with each cycle. Gina's eyes grew large and she reached up around my neck and pulled me down for a kiss as her pussy grabbed my cock and hugged it tight. Her hips rocked as her orgasm overtook her, nearly suffocating me as she tried to inhale through our kiss. The distraction of Kate's camera flash probably helped me from just giving in and unloading inside the Amazon's cunt but the thought of replacing that foreign object inside her tight ass with my own kept me in line. I pushed myself back up on my knees, giving our Fadig a better view, which she took advantage of. Brit was at the head of the bed, kissing and comforting Gina as I slowly backed out, Kate chronicling each inch of progress. My cock exited with an audible pop, leaving her pussy empty and open. Kate nearly pushed me off the bed to grab the shot, Gina's well-fucked pussy gaping and dripping onto the plastic probe below. Britt ran her hand over Gina's brow, brushing the few stray hairs from her face. Are you ready, baby? She asked her best friend. Gina looked up at me with a wanting look like I had never seen on a woman's face before and if we had held the stare much longer, I might have come then and there, just thinking of plundering her virgin ass. Gina nodded in the affirmative, never losing eye contact with me. How do you want to do it? Britt inquired. This caught her off guard and she turned to her friend, seeking her advice. You're the authority. She smiled. Pausing, both sets of wheels clearly spinning, 
Gina looked at me again and said, As long as I can see his face while we make love, that's all I want. Brit smiled and kissed her softly, whispering to her as they teased each other's breasts. Kate continued shooting like it was a documentary. Decision made, Brit instructed. Lover, you lay on your back and Gina's gonna play a little cowgirl. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Nothing I like better than being rode hard and put away wet. I said in my best John Wayne. Britt laughed out loud at my attempt to impersonate the Duke, which was probably made just that much more ridiculous as I did it standing with my hands on my hips, legs slightly apart, and Gina's essence threatening to drip off my cock and onto the floor. Kate quickly sized up the situation, but not before snapping a quick close-up of my slick and stiffness and then proceeding to lick me clean that I took my spot on the bed, a pillow under my head. Kate, the art director, jumped in the middle of it. Here, Gina, get up on all fours next to Loverboy with your butt facing him. Gina complied, her eyes riveted to mine as I ran my hand over her firm butt. Okay, guys, turn a little to the right so I can sort of shoot over George's shoulder, okay? My dick jumped a little as I envisioned the point-of-view shots that Kate was looking to take. I like how this girl thinks, I thought as I scooched over a little. Okay, Brit, can you get beside her and spread her ass for me? Oh, God. Gina moaned as Brit sidled up next to her and pulled her ass cheeks wide. Brit winked at me and threw me a little kiss. Perfect, okay stud, slowly pull the plug on my girl's ass there. She giggled, her eye never leaving the viewfinder. Gina's never left mine as I slipped two fingers under the tee of the plug and she moaned a bit as I pushed against the taint, that fun spot between the asshole and pussy. A little pressure here, on a girl, or me for that matter is always welcome. Enough anatomy. Through squinched eyes, Gina watched me slowly extract the toy, its ever-widening diameter sending little jolts of joy through her. The camera shutter clattered in my ear as we reached the largest diameter, near the center of the six-inch-long toy. Gina moaned as I held the plug steady, keeping her retracting bunghole from shooting the plug across the room. Okay, pull it out. I was directed. I want to see her open ass. Kate whispered in my ear. Gina groaned, imagining the sight of her open ass and still dripping cunt, framed by her best friend's hands spreading her ass lewdly. I pulled the toy out the remaining three inches leaving a gaping hole that just didn't look right. What I mean is, I'm a visual kinda guy, and I don't think anything is much sexier than a woman's ass, but this wide open was almost too much, and to Kate, this was evidently a wondrous sight. Ah, fuck Gina, that's hot. She moaned as she continued to burn up the megabytes. Britt leaned around, her hands still secure on Gina's ass, and lightly blew into her open hole. Gina giggled at the sensation, her pussy lips contracting too. Okay, Britt said, letting the brunette's ass cheeks take a break and letting them go. Let's do this. First, let's get our dick good and hard, shall we? With that, all three bent down, descending on a cock that I thought was already pretty fucking hard. But what do I know, right? I took the camera from Kate and held it up above my head, shooting down at the three lovelies taking turns slathering my cock, licking and sucking until I had to call them off. Okay, baby, Britt said to Gina. Let's get you lubed up. Kate took possession of the camera again and snapped away as Britt had Gina kneel between my legs, handing Gina a bottle of oil. Here, you get that cock all slicked up and I'll work back here. 
giving Gina a little slap on the ass. Stick it up here, girl, she ordered. Gina quivered as she drizzled the lube on my cock, already plenty wet, as Brit ran oil down her girl's ass crack, following it with her fingers. Um. Gina moaned as Brit worked a couple of oil-saturated digits into the tight orifice. Gina's grip tightened as Brit worked more oil deep inside her. My cock visibly throbbed, the head beginning to turn purple. If this didn't happen soon, I couldn't be held responsible. My low groan caught Brit's attention, and she quickly shifted gears. Pulling her fingers free, she pushed Gina up onto her knees and worked one long limb after the other over my legs until the leggy brunette was straddling me, hovering my shimmering shaft. Brit laid down between my legs, looking between Gina's thighs and latched onto my cock. Kate stood at the foot of the bed and captured the moment. Okay, babe, settle down at your own pace. Gina reached her hands out, and I reached up with mine, giving her support, our fingers interlocked, as were our eyes. Slowly she descended until we both felt the initial mating. My crown was nestled against her back door, anxious to come in. She smiled a grimace grin as she let herself fall further, stopping abruptly as the head of my cock made entrance, snapping tight around my shaft. Oh! She gasped as she felt the intruder pass. Her hands squeezed mine as Brit coached from behind. Relax, babe. As I sensed Brit's grip tighten also. Gina took a couple deep breaths, and then concentrating, she closed her eyes and slowly lowered herself, taking another inch or so. Despite Brit's grasp, I couldn't help flexing a little, causing Gina to groan and her eyes flew open. Oh fuck, that's good. Her eyes closing tight once more as she rocked up and down slightly, getting used to the feeling. Kate was busy beside me, trying to find the next innovative shot. She bent over beside me, trying to find an angle to shoot up at our joining. Glancing over, I was afforded a perfect view of the little one's pussy lips, still dripping wet, and as she spread her legs slightly to get her torso down a bit lower, her tight pink pucker came into view. I tried to imagine how tight that little hole would be which only caused my cock to respond again. Oh my god. Gina groaned as she suddenly captured another four inches of my cock. She nearly broke my wrists as she pushed back, giving up the six inches she'd already claimed. Opening her eyes, she stared into mine and slowly reclaimed the six, determined to get it all. Just a bit more, babe. Brit coached, her hand now resting on my balls her head resting on my thigh, watching Gina's virgin ass consume me. Gina slowly settled down until her pussy lips kissed my pubes and she rocked slightly, seating my cock firmly inside her. Brit caressed my balls as she ran her other hand over Gina's taut cheeks. Feel good, baby? She asked. Fuck yeah. We both responded in unison. Brit and Kate giggled at our synchronized reply. Brit sat up and came around to our side bending back over to give me a soft kiss before leaning in and giving Gina a kiss so deep I could feel it all the way to my cock. Britt ran her hand down over Gina's belly, sliding south. Gina's ass clinched my cock harder, anticipating Britt's hand arriving at her anxious pussy. She pulled up short, holding her hand flat against her lower tummy and then ran her other hand down the backside until it had a firm grasp of the tall one's ass. Brit burrowed through a tangle of hair until she found Gina's ear. Running her tongue inside, Gina tightened her anal grip once more, quivering at Brit's fondling. Gina's hips continued to move ever so slightly, 
the most delicate and minute fucking I've ever had. Her weight on my groin and her hands in mine kept me from grabbing her by the hips and getting on with the show. Finally, after she had had enough playtime, I heard Brit whisper in Gina's ear. Shall we fuck him now? Gina moaned, her eyes on fire, burning a hole to my soul. I'm going to fuck you now. She exclaimed as she slowly slid up my pole. I could feel the cool air on my shaft and a finger, Brits, grazing up the backside of my cock until we'd reached the top, Gina's tight pucker unwilling to release me entirely. With Brit at the ready, her hands in position fore and aft, Gina mouthed I love you, and then said matter of, factly. Fuck my ass lover. Let's fuck. She started a nice slow cadence, up and down, gaining and losing, up and down again. At one upstroke, she stopped, paused, closed her eyes, and then she dropped until we were married completely once more, Brit's hand captured between my belly and her pussy, the combination triggering the first orgasm. Oh, fuck me. She wailed as she ground her pussy on Brit's hand, her ass contracting up and down my length that a few minutes passed as Gina came back down to earth. Brit, unable to reclaim her hand, caressed Gina's backside with the other. Oh, sorry, Gina said as she felt Brit's captured hand between us and lifted up enough to let her escape. Still hand in hand, Gina leaned forward, pushing my arms back until we were face to face, her breasts nearly in the way. Thank you, she said softly as she brought her lips to mine. Gina lost track of my hands, releasing them to run her hands through my hair as we kissed. Lost in the moment, I startled her nearly sacrificing my tongue when I pushed down on the small of her back as I arched mine, planting my still-excited dick a little deeper into her But Gina lifted her head a bit and glared at me through a tangle of hair, clearly upset that I had interrupted a make-out session that she was thoroughly enjoying. My turn, I said and with one swift move, I had her on her back, my dick still in place. I hugged her tight, my head beside hers, nuzzling at her neck as I did a little dance rolling my hips, working my cock back into the depths of her tight ass. Pausing when I'd gotten as deep as I could at this angle, I kissed her ear, running my tongue around the inside, causing her to squirm beneath me. Now I'm going to fuck your ass until you beg me to stop making you come. Flexing my cock, sending shockwaves through her. She dug her nails into my back as she arched hers, only forcing my cock deeper. Feel quick, she stuttered. See, baby. I said, pushing up and kissing her trembling lips. You're mine now, baby, I said as I started off slow. Up on my knees, I held her long legs upright, running my hands and tongue up and down as I rocked my hips to and fro, plundering her beautiful butt. The camera continued to flash, close-ups taken of my vein shaft hiding, then reappearing, only to duck for cover again as the camera sought it out. Brit moved up beside us, kissing me as she ran her hand up and down Gina's body, pinching her erect nipples, fingering her navel and teasing her blossoming pussy. Her clit stood erect, looking for some attention as Brit drizzled some more lube on my cock. A little of the cool liquid dripped on her trigger setting off a small explosion. Gina reached up and pulled Brit down, savagely kissing her, pulling her tight, breast to breast as Gina thrust her hips at me. Looking for more. As the two friends ravaged one another, I took the opportunity to slow it down a bit, taking long, deliberate strokes. The moaning continued as Brit and Gina's hands assailed the other's tits as they continued to deep throat each other's tongues. Watching my cock moving deliberately, 
A small hand came into view, sneaking toward Gina's neglected pussy. As I looked up, Kate was in my face, her lips on mine, her hand on my butt trying to plant me deeper into Gina's ass. Gina managed in. Oh my God! As Britt continued to ravish her. I felt the cause as Kate's hand slithered over Gina's pussy and her fingers straddled my cock. The little one, proving to be the nastiest of the trio, rested the palm of her hand on Gina's pussy, teasing her clit as her fingers rode my cock, pressing against her taint at the same time. Gina was soon nearly delirious as nearly every erogenous zone she possessed was under attack. Britt gave up on kissing Gina as the moans and writhing made it nearly impossible. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Gina groaned as her long, lean body seized momentarily and then, like a burning fuse coming to the powder keg, she literally exploded. Ah! She cried as her hips thrust upward, burying my cock and Kate's hand deeper and tighter. We held our ground as the convulsions continued, a flood of pussy juice coating my cock and Kate's fingers. Kate hugged me tight, hanging on for the ride, her hand still on my butt making sure I stayed put, buried in an ass that rippled up and down my length, begging me to give up my load that I managed to hold my own, like a second wind, I wasn't ready to make my deposit just yet. Slowly, the aftershocks subsided and her two roommates backed off, letting Gina catch her breath and cool down. I remained in place, firmly ensconced, lovingly caressing her long limbs which I still held upright. Peeking out at her between her shapely calves, she rocked her head back and forth on the pillow muttering, I never, ever, ever, ever. Britt and Kate laid down beside her and ran their hands through her long, dark hair, sprinkling little kisses on her face and shoulders until she finally lay still and gave a big sigh, like it was finally over. Britt glanced up at me and gave a wink and then turned back to Gina and said, Ah, sweetie, George hasn't come yet. Gina's expression was hard to read but she didn't give me time to give it much thought. Come on, lover, she said with a gravely growl. I'm not begging yet. Let's see if you can make me come again before you blow your load up my tight ass. Gina clenched her ass on my well-used cock, egging me on. Come on, George, let me feel your cock fill my ass with your hot cum baby. Come on, stud, lube me up and fuck the shit out of me like you promised. There was an unmistakable fire in her eyes. She wasn't acting. She was calling me out. All right then, Kate, grab that bottle of lube, and Britt, get me that pillow, would you? The girls quickly turned to, ready to follow my orders. Still holding Gina's felt limbs. Babe, fold the pillow in two and tuck it under her. I said, as I pushed Gina back, my cock barely parked in her back end. Okay, sweetie, I said to Kate. Lube us up, as I spread those long legs once more. I gazed down at Gina as we felt the cool liquid dribbling onto us. Gina jumped, startled, and I looked down to see Kate running her hand over Gina's pussy, her fingers dipping inside momentarily. Gina stuck out her tongue. Bitch! She smiled as Kate took one more little probe before working her hand around the bit of my cock that now showed. I pulled out completely, letting her have her fun and causing Gina to gasp at the emptiness. Kate giggled as she gave me a couple sloppy strokes and then guided me back. Okay, ladies, grab a leg, I ordered. They both lit up as they faced each other on either side of us and ceremoniously spread this long-limbed, brunette vixen wide. My target was still a bit low, so I reached down, tucking it further up her back, 
heard but now cantilevered above the mattress. Inching back up, I placed the tip of my cock at her back door, and teased, bouncing lightly until I popped in. Inching forward and leaning back, ready for the final assault, I ran my hands up and down her inner thighs and asked as she shivered, Are you ready, baby? Just fuck me. She growled as she chewed on her lower lip, her hands down flat at her side, ready to push back. Without further ado, I entered the forbidden zone once more, captivated by the feeling that encircled my cock, warm and slick, tight and welcoming. I wrapped my arms around her thighs as my cohorts held her legs hostage. I stroked slowly, full long strokes that made her gasp each time we made it completely. You are so fucking tight, babe. I whispered as I concentrated on the feeling. Gina smiled, happy that she could return the favor. The girls switched up hands, running their unoccupied ones either over Gina's front side or my backside. Random hands squeezed butts and breasts as Gina and I bucked at each other. Obscene sounds emanating from our joining. It wasn't a race or a competition, but neither of us would be satisfied until we were sure that the other would be. Knowing the end was near, we exchanged simple, one-word messages. Yeah? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Better? Uh-huh. Unbeknownst to us Gina or I, our two roommates were also carrying on a silent conversation. Wrapped up in each other, Gina didn't take note of Kate's hand parked precariously close to the top of her vulnerable pussy. I was likewise unaware of Brit's long fingers making their way toward my unwitting asshole. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck baby, I'm close. Gina moaned, her eyes closed tight and her hands threatening to rip the sheets off the bed. Me too, babe. I mumbled as the sweat dripping was off my nose, just missing the back of Kate's hand. The room was silent, save the grunts and groans as I pummeled her tight ass and she thrust her hips at me. Un. I groaned as I felt my cum begin its journey, outbound for glory. Ah. She cried as her climax began deep inside, and then, gasping for breath and bug-eyed, we both exploded, imploded. We didn't know what hit us as with perfect timing. Brit's long middle finger slid into my ass and Kate squeezed the top of Gina's pussy, pinching her clit. I came and I came until I feared I would turn myself inside out, hanging on to all three women. Gina convulsed and cried tears of utter ecstasy. Gina's ass contracted until it finally forced out the intruder who had just flooded her to overflowing. Kate and Brit held me and guided me down, maneuvering me around Gina's quivering legs until we were side by side. We held each other as tight as physics and what little strength we had left would allow. Gina sniffled in my ear, whispering, I love you, repeatedly, kissing my neck in between. I love you too. I whispered under the cover of her long brunette tresses, nibbling on her neck, my legs intertwined with hers. Britt and Kate eased off the bed and stood with their arms around each other looking down at us, tired and spent. They managed to pull the sheets into shape covered us as we drifted off to sleep. Kate ran her hand through Gina's hair, uncovering my face which surely had a smile on it. Gina's face too was one of blissful content and Kate whispered to Brit. I changed my mind again. Brit put her finger over her lips, not wanting to wake us and led Kate out of the bedroom. What do you mean you've changed your mind? As they walked toward the kitchen, Kate giggled and then placed her hand on Brit's butt her fingers slipping up between her thighs. I want to give George my ass too. Brit turned and kissed her hard and deep as they groped at each other ass, moaning and fantasizing. 
Chapter 15 Sunday evening I woke up dazed and confused. Nothing really new there, but man did my dick hurt. My brain slowly rebooted as the soft, curvaceous creature lying naked against me began to stir. Gina, now one of my roommates and the best friend of my girlfriend, Britt, and I had just had a marathon but fucking session that threatened to cripple us both. I doubt that Gina had any clue of the number of times her body was subjected to some of the most violent, body-racking orgasms I had ever witnessed. It was also her first try at anal sex, and if I was a betting man, I would wager that it will not be the last time that I have no clue of how long we'd been at it, and it was the first time I'd ever had help doing the deed. Britt and Kate, our other roomie, helped out, holding legs, applying lubricant, and inserting the odd finger here and there. Little Kate, the petite, long-haired beauty was now the only one of the three friends who had not taken a ride on my cock planted deeply in her backside. In fact, I was Kate's first just a couple days ago, and as tight as her sweet little pussy was, I could only imagine that her ass would put a real strangle hold on any intruder that I rolled over onto my side, careful not to wedge my tender member against her. Gina lay on her side, facing away from me, and my natural inclination would be to hug her tight, slipping my little buddy between her but pillows, but I would have to be satisfied with draping my arm over her and taking a generous tea cup in hand and hug that. She giggled as I strummed her nipple, reaching back in search of my cock. No, no, I admonished her, backing my ass back to evade her. I think you sprained my dick, I said as I tweaked her tit. Oh, poor baby, she replied, squeezing my hand that squeezed her breast. Seeking to console me, the long, buxom brunette began to roll onto her back, stopping suddenly, emitting a pained moan. Shit, she groaned. I think you broke my butt. Finally flat on her back, adjusting to the new position. How the hell do you break a butt? I laughed softly, running my hand over the other available breast. I leaned up and kissed her softly, taking her mind off the discomfort. I brushed her hair back away from her face and we stared at each other momentarily before kissing again, deeply, lovingly. My hand strayed to her shaven sex, her inner lips tucked safely inside as my fingers explored the various creases. Meanwhile, her hand resumed its search for the one responsible for her sore hiney. Gently her fingers tickled at my overworked dingus, respectful of the ecstasy that this unlikely appendage had earlier bestowed upon her. I never would have thought that I could come so hard, she whispered as our lips caressed each other. Her hand gently cradled me, as mine tenderly fondled her. Promise you won't tell anyone something? I asked as I kissed her on the nose, causing her to giggle and sneeze. Sorry, she said. That tickled. Promise what? If I tell you something, you have to promise not to tell anyone. It'll just be between you and me. Her eyes grew big and I saw some doubt in her eyes as she thought it over. I can't tell anyone, even. I stopped her short, placing my pussy-anointed finger on her lips. Especially not them. I said doubt it took her a moment to decide whether or not I could possibly have anything to tell her that she couldn't share with her two best friends, but finally curiosity got the better of her. Okay, I swear, I won't tell anyone. I leaned down and kissed her once more and then... Looking her in the eyes, I confessed. If I was only allowed one ass for the rest of my life, it would have to be yours. The minute I said it, 
I began to question what I had just said and it was only made worse by the strange, questioning look on her face. Fearing the worst, I clinched a little, knowing she still held my most sensitive member in her hand. After what seemed like minutes, she smiled and gently squeezed my shrinking cock. I'll take that, she said, because if I had to make the same decision, this would be my choice. Squeezing softly again doubt we kissed again, sealing our pact. Let's see if we can sneak in and take a shower without rousting the rest of the crew, shall we? You'd think I'd offered her a million dollars. She smiled so big and gave me a kiss that had me gasping for breath. Quietly, we tiptoed toward the bathroom after I gently closed the bedroom door. Like children sneaking around behind our parents' backs, we relished in the fact that we were getting away with it. We gently washed one another, our hands chasing suds to all the nooks and crannies. I held her tight as I gently worked my fingers in between her taut-ass cheeks and softly massaged her tender pucker as she countered, softly jacking my cock to a slightly uncomfortable hardness. Figuring that we had pushed our luck as far as we dare, we had one more slippery, groping kiss and turned off the shower dot we faced each other and took in all the sights as we dried each other off. I dropped to my knees and reverently dried each long leg and delicate foot, placing three parting kisses— one on each s cheek and one on her pussy. Gina reciprocated, kissing the head of my cock softly, but giving both of my butt cheeks a little nip, causing me to flinch, which entertained her greatly. I was actually kind of sad that I had done all the drying I could effectively do. We dropped the towels to the floor and embraced once more, my hands on her butt, pulling her tight as she moaned in my mouth. Parting, Gina asked. Which drawer is Brit's? Nodding toward the bathroom sink that I laughed, one hand still on her butt. It's easier to tell you which one is mine, the rest are hers. Gina smiled and walked over to the cabinet as I admired her from behind, her tantalizing ass bouncing with each step. After the third drawer, she evidently found what she was looking for, beckoning me over with the sexy crook of a finger. Here, she said, handing me a tube of something. Brit has this aloe vera stuff that works really well on burns and that kind of thing, so would you. As she bent over granite counter, spreading her ass cheeks. Poor baby, I said as I bent down and planted a little kiss on her bright red starfish. Gasping at the touch, she reached back and grabbed me by the hair. Behave now, she admonished. Just rub some on my so little asshole, pretty please. Her eyes caught mine in the mirror and she chewed on her lower lip as I ran my healing finger around her winking pucker. I made sure I got good coverage, working it in all around until I stopped, my finger perched dead center. Her eyes grew big, questioning my next move. I returned the glance, wanting her to make the decision. Just a little, she whispered, tense with anticipation. I smiled as I made a show of squirting some more of the healing gel on my finger. She inhaled as I slowly made my way in, one knuckle deep. Her eyes were closed as her butt cheeks quivered in response. I kissed one as I paused, waiting for further instructions. Feels good, she muttered, her eyes half open. Don't move. I didn't move an inch as I watched her move back and forth, almost imperceptibly, riding my aloe vera anointed digit. Mmm. She moaned, slowly slipping back and forth until she stopped and winked at me in the mirror. Much better. And then stood up, capturing my hand between her cheeks. She turned slightly, giving me a lingering kiss. 
You can have your finger back now. Flexing her butt and forcing me to evacuate the area. Ah. I protested as I grabbed onto both cheeks and kissed her once more, her stiff nipples playing in my chest hair. Your turn, she said, gathering up the tube and dropping to her knees in front of me. She looked up and caught my apprehensive look. Trust me, this will make it all better, as she lifted my half-hard cock and planted a soft kiss on the tip. Squirting a dollop in her hand, she cradled my dick, the cool gel bringing instant relief and she smiled at my sigh of contentment. I told you it'd feel good, she said as she gently massaged the magical ointment onto my awakening cock with both of her soft hands. With extreme concentration, she worked her magic until I was pain-free and stiff as a poker. Happy with the job well done, she stood back up and retrieved a kiss in payment. I'd love to make you come, but I think a little more rest is in order. Maybe later? She inquired. Bet on it. I said as I kissed her hard, my stiffness rubbing against her pussy, taunting her dot we parted, both flushed and ready to attack the other. We better go see what the others are up to, she said, flustered and looking around for something to wear dot I smiled and led her over to the dresser and pulled out a t-shirt of mine that came about halfway down her butt. She looked over her shoulder at reflection in the mirror and back at me as I pulled on a pair of boxers. I hunched my shoulders. What? It looks good to me. Smiling as I opened the bedroom door to head toward the living room, she was on my ass, both hands literally on my ass, grabbing and pushing me along. Looks good, my ass. And then busted up over her unintentional joke. We were both laughing as we rounded the corner and found Brit and Kate snuggled up together on the couch, snoozing comfortably. We hated to wake them, but both our stomachs were growling so we figured that these other two angels were probably hungry as well. I picked Brit, and Gina took the little one, and we gently kissed them awake. They both moaned and stretched, having fallen asleep in a less-than-ideal position. So, the lovebirds have finally left the nest. Brit smiled as she reached over for a kiss from Gina. We pulled the girls to their feet, and we had a group hug, hands roaming everywhere. I know this is a stupid question, since I was there. But how was it? Kate asked her statuesque roommate. Gina blushed and with a shy grin, she glanced at both Brit and I and said, It was the best sex I have ever had. And then she began to backpedal. I mean I love you guys, indicating the girls. And we have some great sex, but with both of you and then George too, I mean, it can't get any better than that. And then she paused. But when you helped me take this big cock in my ass her hand now on my crotch, and helped me come harder than I could ever imagine. I mean, fuck. She shivered. I can't imagine it getting any better. And then the tears came, all three welling up, hugging and kissing, and it was all I could do not to join in, on the tears I mean. Okay, I said, breaking from the group grope and looking toward the kitchen. Jeez, look what time it is and tomorrow's Monday. Damn, these weekends are too short. I wandered into the kitchen as the girls got themselves back together and followed me to the island. It's late, but I need a little something before I go to bed. Maybe a bowl of cereal or something. Do you girls want anything? Kate and I had some pasta earlier while you and Gina recovered from your anal antics. Brit quipped. Yeah, and I had a little bit of Brit for dessert. Kate giggled, snuggling up behind my blonde and tweaking her nipples through her t-shirt. Britt reached back and tried to pinch the little ones but, 
sending Kate skittering down the hall. I think Kate and I'll take a shower and get ready for bed. You two go ahead and get something to eat. I'm sure you need refueled after what you did to each other, she said as she reached for us both. We all kissed, exchanging I love yous, before Britt gave one last deep, tongue-wrenching kiss to Gina and then one to me before whispering in my ear. Sweet dreams, and turning to join Kate in the shower. I pondered the sweet dreams comment while Gina and I sat quietly at the island, eating our frosted flakes and toying with each other's toes. Still a bit wound up, we sat thigh to thigh on the couch and watched the news, not really paying as much attention to the tube as we did running our fingers up and down each other's thighs. Finally, we both managed big yawns and stretching, decided it was time to call an end to an incredible weekend. Stopping at the guest bedroom door, we held each other, our eyes once again doing the talking for us. Good night, she said, her eyes glistening, almost sad that I held her head in my hands and kissed her softly. Good night, lover. Watching a little tear well up in her eyes. I kissed each closed eye, gathering the tear, and opened the bedroom door. We both glanced into the darkened room and could just make out the large lump in the middle of the king-size bed too large for just our pixie roommate. Gina let go of my hand and tiptoed into the room and leaned over the bed. She turned back to me and smiled before leaning back down and placing two kisses on the tops of her best friend's heads. Gina tiptoed back with the biggest grin, softly closing the door behind her. Throwing her arms around my neck, she wrapped her long legs around me and kissed me before resting her head on my shoulder. Take me to bed, she whispered in my ear, hugging me closer and remind me to thank Britt tomorrow and tell her how much I love her. 4 a.m. Monday morning the alarm clock sounded briefly, and then mysteriously went silent. I found myself in my standard waking position, snuggled up to the backside of a soft female form, my morning wood sandwiched between two firm but cheeks and my right hand firmly holding a female breast. I inhaled the sweet aroma of long, clean hair and soft skin when I began to question the proportions of the breast I held. I felt the nipple harden against my palm and I squeezed, causing the owner to giggle softly. A quick mental rewind of last night ran through my foggy brain and I then recalled Gina and I crawling into bed after finding Brit had decided to bed down with Kate last night. After a bit of rather enthusiastic making out, we finally gave in to needing sleep, but not before the sly brunette reset my alarm for this ungodly hour. Gina rolled over to face me, ignoring my morning breath and kissed me. I hope it's okay that I changed the alarm. She mewed, her hand wrapped around my cock. I hoped that we could make love again before we had to get up. Massaging my member gently. Is that okay? She whispered, running her tongue around in my ear, breathing hard as she felt my cock pulse that I surprised her, rolling on top of her, my legs between hers and my cock resting on her mound. Her eyes were wide with surprise as I leaned down and captured a nipple rubbing myself against her. She moaned clearly awake enough to make this happen and as I felt her hands approach my ass, intending to point me in the right direction, I bounded off the bed and headed to the bathroom. Sorry, I gotta pee. The splashing sound, reverberating off the hard surfaces in the bathroom masked the sound of her sneak attack. Both sets of claws dug into my ass, throwing my aim off completely. Startled, I latched on and tried to reacquire the target as Gina laughed in my ear. That'll teach you to lead a girl on. Now hurry up, I gotta pee too. Okay, 
I said, giving it a little shake. But don't blame me if the seat's wet. And I gave her a little sweat on the butt as I went to retrieve the mouthwash and rinse my face. She joined me at the sink and we checked each other out in the reflection. Even with her hair a bit disheveled and a freshly scrubbed face, she was a real stunner. She smiled, knowing I approved of her image in the mirror. I turned to her and took her in my arms once more, passion discharging between us wherever we made contact. My cock sought out its mate, soon wet with her excitement. Unwilling to wait, I picked her up effortlessly by the waist and sat her on the counter, burying my face in her pussy, hungrily lapping like a starved kitten. Gina groaned, her feet up on the edge of the granite top, her sweet ass barely perched on the edge as I consumed her, diving my tongue deep inside, moving up occasionally to suckle on her stiff clit. Oh fuck, she babbled, her head rocking to back and forth. God yes, eat me, eat my pussy, oh fuck yeah, that's it, right there baby, unha, 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 yeah, 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 fuck yeah baby, make me come, un, 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 oh, fuck. She cried as her body gave in and she wrapped herself around me, her hands pushing my head down until I thought I might drown and her legs wrapped around my back spurring me like a wild bronc, determined to break me. Slowly, the storm calmed and I was able to stand upright and hold her her heart beating fast against my chest, her breathing slowly coming under control. She pushed me back until she could see my face and focus on me. She smiled at the mess she had made and proceeded to clean up, kissing and licking, in spite of my need for a shave. She held my head between her hands and kissed me, locking eyes once more. You know, all I really wanted was a quick fuck this morning. You really know how to spoil a girl. Another deep kiss and then her eyes grew big and she inhaled deep, drawing her breath from me. Without warning, and with an accuracy any marksman would be proud of, I eased forward and speared her where she sat, my anxious cock finding the bullseye without assistance. I had her firmly in my grasp, my hands biting into her ass cheeks and I lifted her off the counter and turned toward the bedroom. Gina let out a whoop and wrapped her long legs around me again as she bounced up and down on my swollen member her pussy convulsing with each step. She bit down on my shoulder to keep from crying out, finally letting go as I dropped her down on the foot of the bed. She was breathing hard again as she stared up at me, wondering what was coming next. So all you really wanted was a quick fuck, huh? I said. Well on your knees then. Before you could have said it again, she had her ass in the air, her face down on the comforter, ready and willing for whatever was coming her way. Her offering was just too tempting, so I spread her cheeks wide and ran my tongue over her sweet pucker, back to its nice pink color. Oh God, she moaned, undoubtedly sure that I was going to pick up where we left off last night. Unbeknownst to her, I wasn't sure that my dick could take the flaying it took last night either, so I put her at ease. Don't worry baby, I want more of your sweet pussy, if that's okay. Running my tongue over her pouting puss. Oh yeah came her muffled reply. Fuck my cunt baby. Fuck me till you can't fuck me anymore baby. Give me your sweet cum baby. Happy to oblige I slid into the hilt, bouncing my balls against her precious clit. Jesuses. She moaned as I felt her pussy respond to my intrusion. Grabbing her hips, I pounded away, concerned only with myself, digging deep for the orgasm that I would think about all day. Oh, 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 oh. She grunted with each thrust. 
The bed squalled in protest and I was glad that there wasn't a common wall between the two bedrooms, as the bed rebounding off the wall would surely have brought her roommates running. Well, it certainly didn't qualify as a quick fuck as I delayed it as long as I could, greedily striving for a real nutbuster. Finally, I couldn't hold out any longer and issued the storm warning. Shit Gina, here it comes babe. Ah fuck, your pussy is so fucking good baby, un un un. Gina cried out as I unleashed a torrent inside her, bathing her insides with my seed. My release triggered one more seismic event within her and I could feel her pussy walls rippling up and down my length, milking me for all I had. Finally spent, my legs no longer willing to hold me upright, I collapsed on top of her, pushing her down until we met the mattress, and then I rolled off to her side, breathing hard. I turned my head and Gina was staring at me through a tangle of hair her hard breathing causing it to flutter. Finally able to speak, she cocked her head, realigning some neck muscles, and said, So that's your idea of a quick fuck? Smiling weakly. I moved the hair out of her face and worked my way in for a kiss. Yeah, sorry, but I need to get to work. I said with a smirk. I wasn't quick enough though, and somewhere, she found the strength to give me a little jab to the ribs. Dodging a secondary assault, I headed for the shower. Uninterrupted, I got cleaned up, dried off and headed back to gather my work attire. A pair of clean shorts, a fairly nice button-down shirt and a pair of red wings. I pulled up short on the way to the closet, noticing that the bed seemed much lumpier than before. Quietly approaching, I heard the distinctive but cute snore of my girl Brit. Upon closer inspection, I found all three of my girls sleeping soundly, Gina in the envious middle position. I quietly got dressed, cautiously gave each a peck on the forehead and headed out to work. 9 a.m. Monday my cell went off and I scrambled around trying to find the Bluetooth device I had come to loathe. The damn thing didn't work but about half the time and when it did, people thought I had joined the Navy and was talking from the inside of a submarine. I finally found the thing hidden under this morning's Egg McMuffin wrapper and fumbled with it until I figured the call would have gone to voicemail. This is George. I blurted, half out of breath. Hi, lover, said Brit on the other end. Are you okay? Hi, babe. Yeah, I just didn't have this damn thing stuck in my ear and I don't need a ticket for answering the phone while I'm driving. Brit huffed in the phone and chastised me. Well, you know that's what voicemail is for, and it was just me calling. You could have called back any time, you know. I know, I know, I replied. And the way things have gone so far this morning... You're about the only person I care to talk to anyway. Oh, baby, she said sympathetically with a sexy lilt. Is there anything I can do for my big, sexy lover? Already feeling a bit more upbeat. Ah, uh, I'm okay in any way you called me. So how is my favorite blue-eyed blonde? Oh, I'm fine. Maybe a little jealous. She replied dot oh, I thought. Jealous? I asked. Well, first off, I didn't get a good morning kiss this morning. Well, I answered in my defense. You three were all sleeping so soundly and looked so comfy. I didn't want to disturb you. Yeah, well, we were disappointed when we found you were already out of bed. But we did end up going right back to sleep, so I guess you're forgiven on that count. Okay, I said apprehensively and not really wanting to ask. So was there something else? Well, she said haltingly. It sounds like you gave Gina one hell of a quickie this morning. 
She wouldn't shut up about it, and Kate and I just kind of felt, well you know, jealous. I thought I could hear a little hurt in her voice and I'm thinking, oh God, what have I gotten myself into? Well, I finally retorted. I kind of thought that you wanted Gina to spend the night with me since you were already sacked out with Kate when we went to bed. Britt was taking great delight in my discomfort but decided to cut me loose. Giggling, she replied. You big doofus, of course that's what I had in mind and if I do say so myself, it was a brilliant move. Gina was on cloud nine this morning, happy and cheerful. She seemed like the girl I knew in high school. Well, I'm happy to hear it. I just hope that she still knows that you're my girl, first and foremost. Digging for all the brownie points I could muster. Oh yeah, she laughed. Gina must have thanked me a dozen times for lending you and your cock to her last night. Now it was my turn to play the game. So, I said, trying to sound a little hurt and indignant. So I'm just a toy to be passed around, another piece of plastic in your box of dildos and vibrators. It didn't work and I think she may have fallen off the chair, laughing so hard. Yeah right, big boy. You tell me that you aren't the luckiest guy in town with three smoking babes that run around naked in your house and screw you until you can't take any more. Well, I said, taking up the weak defensive position one more time. Well, my dick sure was sore last night when we woke up. I mean, it really hurt. Oh, poor baby, I heard about that. I also heard that a little aloe vera massage will do wonders for a guy. Anyway, I'll quit teasing and I'm very happy with how everything turned out with Gina. I think it did her a world of good. Pausing, she took a deep breath and said, So on to business. I have the MG being picked up today and I'm still waiting to hear about the next car. I'm hoping to get an email this morning after I sent a couple prelim shots of the MG shoot. Ah crap, that's right, I said, slapping myself on the forehead as I made a right turn. I was going to look those over yesterday afternoon, but things kept popping up. I said jokingly. Yeah. Britt laughed. Like Gina's ass and your dick. She laughed on and on, being her own best audience. Well, thank you for doing that, and I'm sure you were careful as to which shots you sent, implying that she better not have sent any of the X-rated versions that were shot later. With a little huff of disgust, like I didn't trust her to do a good job, she replied. Yes, dear. I separated all the shots into their appropriate folders and then chose a couple of the best representative PG-rated shots on to the agency. Pausing, she continued. Later this morning when I'm all caught with the mail and all, I'll probably go downstairs, pick a big old dildo out of our toy box and come back upstairs, strip down naked in your chair and fuck myself silly looking at pictures of your big, beautiful cock buried in my pussy and ass. She finished the sentence almost breathless and my cock was straining against my shorts. Fuck baby. I groaned through the airwaves. That just isn't fair. I can't just pull over whenever I want and jack off. Oh, I'm sorry baby. Sounding honestly sympathetic. But I really don't want you wasting any of that tasty cum when you have three sex-crazed women at home who would love nothing better than to suck your cock and drink all the jizz you can give us. My cock jumps at the thought of the three beauties lined up shoulder to shoulder on all fours as I stand before them, and alternately feed them my cock until I blow my load and they fight over my spewing member. Hello, hello, George, are you still there? Oh, sorry babe, I just got lost in a little fantasy there for a moment. Mmm, 
Well, you'll have to share that with me later, but I'd better let you get back to work. I'll talk to you later, lover, and promise me you won't play with yourself till you get home, okay? Yes, dear. I answered in my best whipped boyfriend fashion. I heard her giggling as the phone went dead. 4 p.m. Monday well I'd made it through another Monday, and it would have been a much longer day if I hadn't had visions of my three roommates side by side letting me fuck whichever orifice I cared to, as long as I shared equally. Visions of three bubble butts with winking stars and slippery slits exposed, pretty much kept me half-hard all day long that I pulled into the warehouse and up to the house. I heard a whistle and looked up to see my lovely assistant standing at the parapet wall of the office pulling her top up and shaking her tits at me. Hi, baby. She smiled as she played with her nipples, teasing me. I was just about to come down. Open a couple beers and I'll be right there. And she disappeared. I dropped the mail on the island and opened the fridge and grabbed a couple bottles of Sam Adams. A whirlwind of blonde blew through the door and wrapped me in her arms. Careful not to spill anything, I sat them on the counter and returned the embrace slipping my hands under the elastic waistband of her running shorts and grabbing a couple handfuls of my favorite butt. We kissed hungrily, moaning and grunting and grinding. Out of breath, we pulled back and Brit, with her arms still around my neck, said, Well, that makes up for the morning kiss I missed. Well then, I said, pulling her up tighter, squeezing her cheeks. How about a welcome home kiss? And we went at it some more. Brit had worked one hand down to my shorts and was checking my status, and I could feel her smile as we kissed. Breaking off, I held her up with one hand and reached for a beer and handed it to her before grabbing the other and started walking. Brit squealed as she wrapped her legs tighter around me and hung on with the one arm. I need a shower, I said as I took a sip and headed down the hall, my one hand now buried deep in her ass crack, grazing her tight pucker. Brit gnawed on my ear as I got us into the bedroom. I bounced her on the bed and to her credit, she didn't spill a drop. I sat mine on the dresser and then sat on the bed to unlace my boots. Here, said my love, handing me my beer and dropping to her knees in front of me. Let me get those. Happy to oblige, I leaned back and watched her struggle with the long laces until she finally had them off. She wrinkled her nose as she pulled my socks off and then smiled as she pushed me back so that she could start on my shorts. I helped all I could as she shimmied my shorts and boxers off at the same time. Wrinkling her nose once more, she dropped her head down and took my cock in her mouth and gave it a couple tugs before she stood up and wrestled my shirt up over my head. Undressing Brit was a much less labor-intensive affair. I had her shorts on the ground before I stood up and the string tee came off in one smooth motion. I held her at arm's length, admiring her form and she blushed a bit, which I thought was cute, as often as I had seen her naked. Beers in hand, hand in hand, we headed to the shower. We washed one another, running our hands everywhere, loving each other. She had me stiff as a board from the beginning and kept me that way throughout. I slipped the odd finger into whatever hole I happened to be closest to, eliciting moans and squeals, but never lingered long. Finally, Brit had had enough. Walking over to the controls, she shut down the regular shower and switched on the waterfall, a cascading sheet of water that flooded one wall of the shower. She walked up to the falls, stepping under them, the water enveloping her hard body. Turning to me, she ran her hands over her torso, squeezing her tits and running her fingers over her pussy. 
Then turning her back to me, she leaned over the falls, the water now rebounding off her muscular backside. Her inviting ass rocked as she rolled her hips, her legs spread enough to grant me access. Stepping up, I leaned into her, my cock sliding underneath, teasing her clit as I ran my hands up her sides, kissing her back as I continued to bend until I held her tits in my hands, playing with her hard nipples, nuzzling her neck through her wet locks. My hands wandered up her arms which held her away from the stone wall, moaning as the top of my cock played with her sex. Frustrated, Brit rocked and swiveled, trying to push me back enough to capture my cock in her hungry snatch. The moans of frustration tuned to verbal commands. Fuck my pussy goddammit. Give me your fucking cock. Fuck me. I too had had enough of this fooling around and gladly pulled back enough to find my way in. On. I groaned, marveling at how tight her pussy was. Grabbing her shoulders, I pulled myself forward, plunging as deep as our position allowed. Aw, fuck me. She moaned as her pussy convulsed, drawing me tight to her ass, her orgasm threatening to dismember me. I reached back around and grabbed her breasts, holding on as her climax subsided, hugging her to me. My cock was soon released and I stood back upright, slipping from her tight confines. Brit moaned at the feeling of emptiness. Leaning against the wall with one hand, she turned her head, peering out through the veil of wet blonde hair. Her blue eyes were now dark with desire, relaying her wants. My eyes returned to her pouting pussy lips, beckoning me to return. Holding my cock, I ran my cock over her lips, parting them as trickles of water from the falls ran over her asshole. Please, came her whispered plea as I made a slow descent. Oh God, I love you. She moaned as I bottomed out once more, my cock tickling at her cervix. Fuck my pussy. She continued as I held her hips and worked my way in and out of her constricting cunt. Give me that cock. She growled, now pushing back off the wall. Harder, harder. Fuck me harder, damn it. I felt the pressure build, my cock armed and ready to fire as I pummeled her pussy with long hard strokes, driving my cock through her pulsating passage. Brit felt it too, compelling her to choke my cock harder yet. Shit, George. She cried as another climax washed over her. I'm coming, babe. Ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. As she began to lose control. Come, baby. She cried, her body writhing. Give me your cum. Ah, please, easy, baby. Gimme, gimme. Ah, fiu fiuk. And then the explosion, simultaneous combustion, even under the cascading falls. Brit's body stiffened, then fluttered in my grasp as I pumped copious volumes deep inside her greedy pussy. Lightheaded, I held tight as her pussy walls continued to undulate up and down my length, wringing out all I had to offer. We eventually needed, however unwilling, to disengage and make our way out of the shower. Mustering enough strength on wobbly legs, we wrapped ourselves in towels and collapsed on the bed, spent and content. Sleep quickly overtook us, our lips still engaged in a kiss. 6.30 p.m. asterisk asterisk Brit, and I awoke to the sounds of female chattering coming from the front of the house. We were still nose to nose on the bed, loosely wrapped in bath towels. Brit smiled as she eased in for a lingering kiss. Thanks for the quickie. She giggled that I pulled her to me, holding her tight as I ran my fingers through her tangled, damp hair, kissing her nose. Thank you, but next time, we'll just take our time. I kidded. 
But really, I want to have you to myself for an entire day and see how many times I can make you come. Brit shivered at the thought. I'd have to think about that for a while. I mean, I'd have to train for it, build up my strength. I'd probably have to abstain from sex for a while, just so I could build up some reserves, you know? Well, fuck that then, I said as I started to try to tickle her. I'm not sure I could last more than a couple days without making love to you. She returned the attack, trying mightily to get at my junk. Yeah, with Gina and Kate around, I don't think you'll find yourself short of a playmate anytime soon. I finally got her back in my arms, bringing the battle to an end. Yes, but you're the one I'm in love with and while I'll freely admit that having the girls here with us is beyond any man's wildest dream, as long as I have you, I have all that I need. Well, it's a good thing you feel that way, cause I don't see you getting rid of me anytime soon. She laughed as she rolled off the bed, shedding the towel as she went. I just lay there, stupefied at the view as she disappeared back into the bathroom. Doubt we finally got all the tangles out of her hair and behaving fairly well. We joined Kate and Gina in the kitchen. Hi guys, Britt said as she rounded the corner. It's about time you sleepy heads got up. Smiled Gina as she futzed around at the stove dressed in a short pair of loose shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, chimed in the little one, standing at the sink and rinsing lettuce. We thought we might catch you in the act when we came home, but it's looked like we were too late. Kate also opted for a pair of shorts. I mean really short, and a t-shirt that looked painted on. Too bad for you. Britt laughed as she stepped over next to Gina. What Chuck cooking good looking? She giggled as she ran her hand over Gina's sculpted butt. Gina squirmed into her hand as she worked the saute pan. I'm just doing up some shrimp for a Caesar salad if that's okay with you guys. Sounds good to me. I said as I stepped in behind Kate and kissed her on top of the head. Anything I can do? As she worked her ass against my thigh. Just stay right there. She moaned as she worked my leg. Britt and Gina laughed at her carrying on. Just like a dog we used to own, laughed Gina as Britt continued to play with her backside. Grr. Kate growled as she stepped back to straddle my leg, really working my knee. I glanced over at Britt and Gina with a what do I do now? Look, all I got in response was a shrug saying, hell if I know, as she turned her attention back to Gina and dinner. Left to my own devices and starting to get hungry, I figured I might as well take things in hand, both of them. I slipped my hands under her shirt and latched onto her little titties while I worked my way through a forest of black hair until I found her delicate ear, which I proceeded to suckle on. Mmm. She moaned, writhing on my knee and twisting her upper body as my fingers played with her hard nipples and my tongue bathed the inside of her ear. M. She continued until a sudden jolt hit her, and she squealed as she pushed against the counter, working her frenzied pussy into my kneecap. I could feel her warmth through her shorts and panties, if she was wearing any. I was sure a dark spot would be evident momentarily that I held her upright between me and the counter as she enjoyed the afterglow. Thank you, she said as she turned to give me a kiss. I still had her breast in my hands as we kissed and I pinched her nipples, causing her to lurch once more, nearly biting my tongue. Not a smooth move on my part. How's that lettuce coming, girl? Gina inquired in a breathy tone. Britt was playing with fire, literally, as she had had her hand down the front of the Amazon shorts while the shrimp still sizzled in oil and garlic. 
Brit smiled at me and blew me a kiss as she was obviously fingers deep inside her best friend's pussy doubt I relinquished my hold on the little one, whispering, I'd better go save the shrimp, giving her tight but cheek a caress. I managed to work my hand in between Gina and the stove and turned off the burner. Thank you, Gina mumbled, obviously lost to her friend's magic fingers. Her eyes were half open as she concentrated on the digital ministrations in her shorts, searching for the final touch that would send her over the edge. Glancing at Brit, her face was one of determination, staring at me, letting me know that she was about to bring her best friend to a crashing climax. Brit pursed her lips and then nodded lightly toward her victim. I raised my eyebrows in question and got the go-ahead nod doubt I nodded back before putting my hand under Gina's quivering chin and turning her head to face me. The questioning look in her eyes was there for only a second as I held her face with both hands and kissed her hard. Our tongues danced as she moaned, wanting to cry out as Brit's talented fingers brought her to the final crescendo, topping the pinnacle, followed by crashing climax. I released her from our lip lock as she draped her head on my shoulder and panted, trying to regain her breath. I heard another low moan behind me, over Gina's heavy inhaling. Twisting, I could see out of the corner of my eye, Kate, sitting on the island, her shorts dangling off one bare foot, the other on the counter. Her legs were spread wide and her hand was furiously working over her pussy. Her eyes were closed tight as she managed to get herself off once more. This is one horny bunch of women. I chuckled to myself as I stepped away from Gina, now back to normal. She grabbed my arm and pulled me in for another kiss, and then turned and planted an equally wet kiss on Brit, thanking her for helping with dinner. We did finally manage to get the salads put together and spent the rest of the evening quietly sequestered on the couch, all leaning against one another, not really caring what was on the big screen. Friday morning, around ten o'clock it had been a productive work week. Everything that was supposed to happen did, and nothing jumped up and bit me on the ass. At work anyway. Things were humming along nicely for red brick photography, Brit and my photo business. She worked away steadily on our current project, the custom car-slash-swimsuit calendar for a local body shop. She was also hard at work on marketing the business and had even had another phone call from the elusive redhead that was interested in shooting some provocative photos for her boyfriend who was overseas. John, my old friend who tired of retirement and opened a beach clothing store gave me a call. Hey John, I answered. Long time no speak. I meant to call about the family emergency you had last weekend, but I never know how to bring these things up, so now that I guess I did... I hope everything is okay. Yeah. John kind of chuckled and I could visualize his contagious smile. I wouldn't have called it an emergency, but it seems that I'm the only one in what's left of my family that has a lick of sense. I had to go play mediator for my sister and some of her family. It's a long story and sometime when we have plenty of time to get good and shit-faced, I'll tell you about it. Bottom line, I was glad to get the hell away from them and back to the store and the girls which is what I'm really calling about. Have you got a minute? For you buddy anytime, what's up? Well the store is doing great and both Gina and Kate are incredible and I couldn't imagine how it would have gone if I hadn't had them from the beginning, particularly Kate. That girl has a real business sense and is an absolute delight to be around. Hell, if I was 30 years younger, I'd be chasing her around the back room of the store. As it is, well hell, 
I'd adopt her in a heartbeat. Pausing, he continued. So anyway, earlier I talked about putting a website together and looking to selling over the internet. Well, it looks like it would work and I have a lot of good suppliers and such. But the real reason I guess I'm thinking of doing it is that once summer is over, the store will probably see a lot less traffic and I really want to keep the girls employed when they go back to school. That is if they want to. I'm sure they'd love to keep working for you after school starts again. I said. So if I'm hearing you right, you want to get a mail-order business going and maybe limit the store hours? Great minds think alike, chuckled John. So early on, your girl Brit talked about helping with the website and of course, I'd like you to do all the pictures for it. I think both Kate and Gina could help out too, what with the pricing and descriptions and whatever else we need to stick in that thing. I had to laugh at John's comments. He is not a big one for keeping up with technology. Yeah, when the girls get together, they are definitely of one mind, I said tongue-in-cheek. So yeah, you have a pretty good crew there to make the website happen, and as far as photography goes, that little Kate has got a good eye and she shot some pretty spectacular things here. Thinking about some of the more, how shall we put it, erotic shots that she has taken of the girls and I. Well, hell, that's great, I'll have to ask her about that and see if she would be interested in being the in-house photographer. I mean if that's okay with you. He said. Yeah. I said. That'd be fine. Between my real job and getting the studio going, I'm plenty busy. And since all the girls live at my place with the studio, you can use it whenever you need to. But I think you'll want to do some location shots too. I'll leave that up to the girls and speaking of them and you all living together. I was going to ask how that's going. But seeing how happy the two of them are when they come to work now. I'd have to guess that it's working out okay. John paused, waiting for an answer, and I said, Well, if you believe in fate and those kinds of things, I guess that it was just supposed to be. Britt was here more times than not, and when the great flood forced them out of their house, I just happened to have plenty of room. So what the hell? I went from living by myself in a house hidden inside a huge warehouse, to living in a house, surrounded by a growing photography studio with three resident models. I'd have never dreamed it, much less planned it, so I guess I believe in fate. Well, that's good then. I'll talk to the girls and get started. I want to pay you for Brit's time that she works on the website though, so make sure that she keeps track of that. Yeah, we'll see John, just like you've billed me for the swimsuits we've used for the calendar shoots so far. I laughed. We'll talk to you later, partner. Okay, George, thanks again for everything. Stop by someday and I'll buy you lunch. Now that's a plan. Take care. And I hit end. Ten minutes later my Bluetooth chimed in my ear. Another incoming call. This is George. I answered. Hi babe, it's me. Came a less than exuberant squeak from my baby. What's the matter baby? I asked Brit. You don't sound like yourself. You know how I said that I thought we would get one or maybe two cars today for the calendar? Sure, I remember and they weren't positive what cars they would be. So what's the matter? My mind reeling, thinking of all the bad things that could happen. Had a car fallen off the flatbed? Had she moved one and driven it into a wall? I shuddered to think. Well, one of them is a big blue and red car with the number 43 on it, and the poor truck driver had to climb through the window to get it off the truck. Holy shit! Does it say Dodge or STP on it? Yeah, how did you know? That's a Richard Petty Dodge Charger. 
Someone's a big petty fan. That's really cool, whatever. She answered. But the other car isn't cool at all. It gives me willies. Trying to keep from laughing, not completely succeeding, I asked. So what is it? It's a hearse, George. It's a car that carried around dead people. I don't want to go near it, George. Calm down, baby. So is it a, well, is it a plain old Cadillac hearse, you know, with a mortuary name on it? I don't know if it's a fucking Cadillac or not, George. She said, clearly still upset. I'm not gonna get close enough to it to read it. I don't see a name on it, but I think I see flames or some kind of detailing behind the front wheels I had to hold it in to keep from laughing. Babe, it sounds like a hot rod someone made out of an old hearse. Give the agency a call and make sure that we got the right car. We should let them know they got there safely anyway. All right, I'm sorry lover that I got so shook. It's just that things like this just creep me out. Well, remind me to never bring home any scary movies to watch. Yeah, that'd be a household rule unless you want me peeing on the couch. I can't watch horror movies and while we're at it, I don't like movies where animals or children are hurt or in danger. All right, babe. So no Bambi or Old Yeller or anything like that. Gotcha. Thank you, babe. She answered, sounding much happier. I'll call about the cars and if they are the right ones, what do you want to do about swimsuits to go with them? I'm betting the hearse is black. I asked. Yes. She answered cautiously. Unable to resist, I said. Well, with your blonde hair and either a black or white suit, I think, George. She whined. I can't pose with that thing, please, George. Now sounding really upset. Now I felt like shit. No, baby, I was just kidding. I wouldn't ask you to pose with the car. Trying to sound as sincere as I could. When you call, find out how long we have with the cars and we can always get the suits tomorrow. Do we know when the girls are working this weekend? I'll call one of them after I talk to the agency, and if they need them back quick, I'll give you a call. Okay. Sounds good, babe. And if I haven't already told you today, I love you. Oh, baby, I love you too, and I'm sorry I got upset, and if you want me to pose with it, I will but. And the old Brit was back. It'll cost you. She said with a sexy lilt, and then hung up the phone. Just before lunch. This is George. I answered. Hi, baby, it's the scaredy cat again. Hi, lover. I laughed. So what's up? Well, the damn hearse is the right car as is the Dodge, and they aren't in a big hurry for either of them. Okay, good. Not that it matters then, but what's the girl's work schedule at the store for this weekend? Uh, Kate works tomorrow and they both may have to work Sunday, but only part of the day. They're not sure yet. I guess they're interviewing another girl. I didn't get to talk to Kate long, but she was sounded real excited and said something about a website and something else, and then she had to hang up. Oh, that's right. I didn't tell you when you called earlier. I talked to John and he wants to talk to you and the girls about getting started on his website and some other things. I'll explain it all later, but I just had a brilliant idea. My day is pretty much taken care of. What are you doing the rest of the afternoon? Um, I don't know, she replied in her best May West voice. What have you got in mind, big boy? Giggling as she covered the mouthpiece. Goofball, I said. How about some shopping? Oh, shopping, count me in. Where are we going? I'm not entirely sure yet. I need to do some research. I'll know by the time I pick you up, say in about an hour? 
Okay, you gonna buy me lunch too? She asked, still in the seductress mode. Yes. I laughed. I'll buy you lunch too. I'll see you in about an hour. Around noon, Friday I pulled into the open warehouse door to find Britt patiently waiting at the front door of the house. She was dressed in a short sundress with sandals on her feet and her long blonde hair pulled back in a ponytail. She couldn't have looked any cuter. Hi, beautiful, I said as I pulled up to the house. Britt leapt into my arms and kissed like we'd been apart for ages. I'm glad you got the afternoon off, she said, hugging me tight. Me too, I said as I spied the two new cars over in the corner. Giving her but a squeeze, I let her back down on her feet. Give me a minute to get a peek at the cars and then we'll go, okay? Yeah, okay. I'll just wait here. I smiled and gave her another peck and then went to check out the cars. The hearse was definitely a souped-up old Cadillac, but the one I was really interested in was the Petty Dodge. Someone had done a nice job of making a street-legal show car out of the old Dodge and I knew that my idea of how I wanted to shoot it would be great. I walked back to my truck as Britt climbed in, taking her spot in the center of the bench seat. Oh yeah. I was reminded as I jumped out to close the big rolling warehouse door. My buddy will be here next week to put an operator on this beast. Oh, that'll be great, Britt said as she placed her hand on my thigh as we drove off down the street. It has been kind of entertaining to watch Kate open and close it though. She giggled. So, where are we off to? She asked, running her hand up and down my thigh. Well, I replied as I reciprocated placing my hand on her bare leg, squeezing it lightly. We can either do lunch first or shopping. Guess it depends on if you're hungry or not. I can always eat. She said sexy-like as she caressed my crotch. How long will shopping take? I haven't a clue, so let's eat first. My hand making headway under her dress hem. Have any preferences? You know what I'd like, but it's not all that nutritious. She giggled as she felt me respond to her touch. I don't need anything fancy. We could do a deli or even drive through if you want. I'd be happy to eat here in the truck. Squeezing me again and spreading her legs a little to give me better access. Okay, I said, shifting in my seat. Before I wreck the truck, I know there's a drive through subway on the way. So how does that sound? Sounds perfect to me. As she leaned over and nuzzled my neck. Where are we going shopping anyway? She whispered with her tongue in my ear. I nearly overshot the entrance as she played with my stiffness through my khaki shorts. Hang on. I warned as I bounced her side of the truck over the curb. Hang on evidently meant squeeze my dick harder, and I was lucky she didn't bite my ear off. Britt squealed as we rebounded into the parking lot and fell into line at the drive through So where are we going? She asked again as we looked over the menu board. We're going to a western wear shop. I replied as the garbled request for our order came over the speaker. I managed to get across what we wanted and pulled forward, resigned to the fact that we'd be lucky to really get what we ordered. But who cared when your girl was trying to jack you off through your pants, and your hand was firmly planted against her wet, panty-clad pussy. We got our food and circled around to the back of the shopping center and parked in a secluded area under a large tree. Given that it was going to take two hands each to eat, we enjoyed a tongue-strangling kiss and then settled into lunch. So, as she started pulling the onions off the sandwich, that we specifically asked to be left off. 
What are we looking for, denim bikinis or something? No, I said, shaking my head as I too had to deconstruct my sub. Richard Petty, the driver of the 43, wears kind of a signature cowboy hat, so I thought it would be slick to incorporate that into the shot. I want to put you in a pair of boots, the hat, and maybe a pair of Daisy Dukes with a bikini top. I think that would look sexy as hell. Her hand had found its way back to my crotch again. I think maybe you're right, that could look really hot. I don't have a pair of cutoffs, but I have an old pair of jeans I'd be more than willing to donate to the cause. Britt looked at me and smiled as she felt my reaction to her caress. It took all the self-control I could muster not to pitch my sandwich out the window and lay her down and have her for lunch, but previous events had already proven how less than comfortable it was fucking in the front seat of the truck. Behave, I said. Let's eat and get going. I'm not sure how easy it's going to be to get the hat that I want. We may have to go to more than one store. Okay, she pouted unconvincingly, and went back to eating. Lunch out of the way, we hit the road and soon pulled into the western shop. It doesn't seem to matter what kind of store it is, or what they are selling, Brit acts like a little kid in a toy store at Christmas. Oh look, she said gleefully, looking at all the different western boots. They were all colors and styles. Some had taller shafts that covered more of the calf and there was any number of heel configurations and the prices varied greatly too. It was no surprise that Brit's favorites wandered to the more expensive side of the pasture. She tried on numerous pair and I had to admit that she looked cute as hell in the tall boots and the short dress. A salesgirl came over to ask if we needed any help. I put the young redhead at about 22 or 23 years old. She had on a pair of skin-tight jeans with the legs tucked into the tops of her boots. Her top was a western style, long sleeve with pearl snaps, the top two or three never to be used due to her profound breasts. Her freckled cleavage enhanced the view greatly and Brit caught me taking it in, smiling and shaking her head in surrender. What do you think of these? Brit answered as she stood and twirled causing her dress to billow out, exposing her legs all the way to the bottom of her sweet ass. The cowgirl never missed a beat as she took in the sights. They look really good with that set of legs you have there. That's a good shaft length for your height and the turquoise color looks good with your skin and hair color. Are you going to wear them with dresses or will you wear them with jeans too? Uh, I'm not sure, maybe both. Why? Answered my sexy blonde. Well, said the red-headed wrangler, stepping up to my girl. See how tight the shaft is to your leg. Demonstrating by bending down and sliding the palm of her hand down the back of her calf until her fingers slid in between the boot and her leg. Brit shivered at the girl's touch, while I shivered at the view down the front of her shirt. You'll have a tough time getting your pants down inside the boot if they're this snug, she said as she worked her hand up and down her calf a couple times. That is if you do tuck in the leg. Some women wear them over the boot, but with a boot this pretty, I think it's a shame to hide it. With this dress, they're perfect, just enough room not to chafe. Still moving her hand. But not so loose they look too big. And then finally removing her hand and standing back upright. What do you think? The sales pro asked me, suspiciously spying the shadows on the front of my shorts. Brit fought back a giggle as she saw I'd been caught. Uh, I stammered. I think they look great. Trying to hold my ground. Do you think the color works with denim? I asked, grasping for a line, 
The girl gave me a weren't you listening to me look and I continued. Actually, these are for a photo shot and I think Brit will be wearing a pair of cut-off denims in the shot. Oh, so you're a photographer and she's your model? She asked, giving Brit another once over, head to toe. Brit smiled and executed another pirouette. Yeah, I said, and we're also looking for a hat. We're doing a shot with a replica stock car. Oh, cool, she said excitedly. Whose car? Ah, uh, Richard Petty, I said, figuring this young thing would have no idea who I was talking about any more than Brit had. Oh, the king, number 43, she said nearly jumping up and down. Follow me, I have the perfect hat. Brit and I had to pick up our pace to keep up with the enthusiastic race fan. Brit grabbed my ass as I focused on the wrangler-clad one leading us to the hat section. I wrapped my arm around Brit as she clomped along beside me in her turquoise dan post boots and kissed her on the side of her noggin. We turned the corner at the end of the aisle and found our red-headed wrangler halfway up a ladder reaching for a Charlie One Horse hat brand box. She stopped and looked down at Brit. Black or bone? Brit looked up at her and shrugged her shoulders and then looked at me. Before I could answer, the girl answered her own question. Black, definitely black. You don't know your hat size, do you, sugar? Brit giggled and smiled at the young woman, obviously liking the sugar moniker. I'm sorry, Han, I don't have a clue. Her response earned her a smile and a wink. We'll start with my size. Here, can I get you to take this? As she twisted to hand down the large hat box. I reached up and took the box from her as she made her way back down the ladder. With me still holding the box, she took off the lid and extracted a beautiful felt hat with a large feather hat band that nearly covered the front of the crown of the hat. Wow, that's gorgeous! Brit exclaimed as she let the smiling young cowgirl place it on her head like she had just won a beauty pageant. Yes, you are! Blushed the red-headed stranger as she tilted the hat slightly on the contrasting blonde hair of my girl. Brit blushed too as she turned and looked at herself in the mirror. Young girls in cow hats just do something to me and I imagined her in short denims and a string bikini top. Well, needless to say my excitement meter began to jump. Both girls looked back at me in the mirror for my reaction to Brit's new look. A glance downward answered their question and they turned back to each other, head to head and giggled and tittered like old friends. Well, Brit, what do you think? The sale girl asked Brit's reflection. Well, and she paused, searching her brain for the woman's name. Quickly catching on, the girl looked down at her generous chest where her name tag was evidently supposed to be. Shit, oh I'm sorry. Quickly covering her mouth trying to keep the four-letter word contained. I'm sorry, she said again. That wasn't very professional of me. I'm Becky, she said, extending her hand out to me and then to Brit. Well, Becky... Brit said, drawing it out. I think I look pretty. Lowering her voice. Fucking hot. Me too. Becky giggled back, stepping back to take in the whole package. I just wish we sold Daisy Dukes. I'd like to see the whole get up. Blushing once more. So, I said as I turned a little to hide my obvious approval. I think that'll look great. So I guess we got what we came for. With a bit of disappointment in her eyes, Becky said. Well, let's get you checked out then. And she led us to the front of the store. Brit slipped back into her sandals where she had left them in the boot section, leaving the hat on as I carried the empty box.at the checkout, 
Becky found the barcode wooden red on the hat box. Damn, she muttered under her breath. Excuse me a minute, I need to look up the price on the hat. And she ducked into the office behind the counter. She is really cute, Britt said in a whisper. Do you think maybe we should ask her if she would be interested in modeling and get her number? You never know when a redhead might come in handy. She giggled. Are you sure you just want her number in case we need her as a model? I asked, raising one questioning eyebrow. George, she said, catching my implication and punching me in the shoulder. I'll, I said, kinda kidding, but she did pack a pretty good wallop. Becky came out of the office just in time to see Britt glaring at me and gave Britt the questioning look. Oh, it's nothing, Britt said. He can just be a horse's ass sometimes and I have to get him back in line. So, I take it you've worked with, was it George, for a while? Becky inquired as she rang up our items. Shit, now I'm sorry, I said. I'm George. Handing her my credit card, Britt laughed. Actually, George is my boyfriend, my boss, my roommate, and any number of other titles, she said as she tilted her head to kiss me on the cheek and not dislodge her new hat. What we were talking about before you came back in is whether it was appropriate to ask if you had ever done any modeling or if you were interested in doing any. We have a studio that we are just getting started and I'm going to start putting together a list of models. So far it is just me and our other two roommates, one blonde and two with dark hair. So, well, said Becky as she finished up the paperwork, I've never done anything like that, but it might be kind of fun and I think I could get along with the people I'd be working with. She kidded. Here, here's my number and if anything comes up, give me a call and we can talk. Here, said Britt as she dug around in her purse. Here is our card. I'll give you a call and let you know when we are going to do the shoot with the boots and hat and maybe you could come check it out. Then doing a little double take, she turned to me and batted her big blue eyes. If that's okay with you, baby. She asked that I shook my head in disbelief and chuckled as Becky smiled and laughed at Britt's antics. That'll be fine. I said in a mock, exasperated tone, gathering up the two big boxes. Becky scooted out ahead to open the door for me and as I headed to the truck, I glanced back to see Britt and Becky hugging goodbye and then waving as Britt hurried out to open the truck for me. I waved by to the scrumptious little redhead and pulled out of the parking lot. Britt finally took off her hat and slid up next to me and rested her head on my shoulder. I liked her, she said as she put her hand back on my thigh. I notice, I replied as my hand found its way back up underneath her short dress. Early evening Britt and I got home well before Kate and Gina, so we started dinner. I pulled a couple big rib eyes out of the freezer and Britt worked on a salad. I had changed into a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, while Britt left well enough alone in the sexy little sundress and bare feet. We just chatted and kibitzed about nothing in particular, enjoying our time together. Right on schedule, Gina and Kate came through the door. Kate was actually skipping as she came into the kitchen and laid a big kiss on me, hugged me and whispered, thank you, in my ear. Gina was yakking with Britt while she dug through the fridge looking for something to drink. You're welcome, I said to the little one. But for what? You told John that you thought I was a pretty good photographer and that I could handle the shooting for the website. When he brought it up to Gina and me at the store, I didn't know what to say. I mean it was completely out of the blue. 
He told us his idea of selling online and how he wanted to make sure that his girls, that's the way he put it, his girls, would still have an income after the summer, and we went back to school. Kate was starting to get a little emotional and Gina, having overheard our conversation, picked up the story. Yeah, John is so cute and he really is concerned about us, particularly this one. Nodding her head toward Kate. So yeah, he wants to get the online business going and the website and he figures that even with the store being open limited hours after summer, we can stay plenty busy. I love him for what he's doing for us and we're going to do everything we can to help him make it work. Right, partner? She asked as she initiated the high five with her diminutive cohort. Damn straight. She agreed, having to jump to reach Gina's intentionally elevated hand. Gina grabbed her in midair and carried her off toward their bedroom. We're gonna take a shower and then we'll be out to help with dinner. Kate was all smiles, looking at us over her friend's shoulder. We listened to the muffled giggles and squeals as we finished up dinner. With perfect timing, we were ready to plate when the girls reappeared, dressed in muscle TS and nothing else that I could see. Gina's just made it past her spectacular but, while Kate's hit about mid-thigh, we gathered up our drinks and sat at the island. The girls talked excitedly amongst themselves, throwing around ideas about the website. I enjoyed just listening to their enthusiasm and was very impressed as a plan evolved before me. There was the occasional stray foot that made its way to mine, along with a knowing glance or a wink. Finally, as the last morsel of steak was consumed and the wine bottle wrung dry, Gina asked me. So how was your day, lover? She said with a smile, and I'm sure it was her long leg that was making its way toward my crotch. Well, I said as I grabbed her foot and tried to tickle it. Well, we got our next two cars, which brought a groan and a rolling of the eyes from Brit. The girls noticed but didn't pursue. So what are they? Gina asked, still squirming in her seat, trying to evade my tickling. Well, one is a very cool replica of a famous stock car, the number 43 of Richard Petty. I got the same unenthused reaction that I got from Brit, so I continued. We also got a Cadillac hearse hot rod. What? Are you serious? Oh my god! Kate launched herself from her seat like a Titan missile and sprinted toward the door. Gina looked confused. Brit bewildered and I just shrugged my shoulders and followed to turn on the lights so she wouldn't break her leg trying to find the car in the dark. Gina was close behind while Brit lingered in the doorway, looking across the expanse of the warehouse. This is so cool! Kate kept exclaiming as she circled the long car, peering into the windows. Can I get in it? she asked, nearly giddy. I suppose so, I answered, wondering in the back of my mind what the big deal was. When she asked if she could get in the car, I assumed she meant the driver's seat. Silly me, she headed to the big back door. Oh God! I heard Brit painfully groan as the little one bailed into the back of the car, usually reserved for the dearly departed. I was almost afraid to look in after her, afraid that it may have come equipped with a coffin. Instead, it was just her and her perky bare ass, pussy lips glistening, as she looked toward the driver's compartment. She glanced back at me over her shoulder, her eyes glistening in the dim cabin light of the Cadillac. I had a dream once. She whispered so only I could hear. I dreamed that I made love to the man who kissed me and brought me back to life. He kissed me and then fucked me in the back of the hearse that was taking me to the cemetery. 
The thought made me swallow hard and take a step back as Gina started making her way to the back of the car. This thing is kinda cool, but it's creepy too, she remarked. It's not a surprise that Kate likes it. She likes all those vampire shows and that kind of thing. They aren't my favorite. Give me a good comedy any day. I put my arm around her, slipping a hand through the armhole of her shirt and held her breast, playing with the nipple. You and me both, sister, I remarked. She placed her hand over mine and held me tighter. Do you always grope your sister in dark warehouses? She moaned in my ear as Kate continued to explore the spooky car's interior. Hey, we heard echoing in the distance. I'm not going to do all these dishes by myself. We laughed at Brit's disgruntled remark, then, sharing a deep kiss and a couple additional fondlings, we drug Kate out of the hearse, kicking and giggling, her bare ass getting a bit of rug burn. I finally got her over my shoulder, caveman style. As Gina taunted her from behind Dad I flopped her onto the couch in the living room, her shirt bunched up around her belly, and her wet sex was proudly on display. God girl, Brit exclaimed. Did that thing really turn you on that much? Kate turned about three shades of red before she got her shirt tugged back down. Yeah, well you know I have this dark side and like things like vampires and those kinds of shows. So yeah, it kind of turned me on. Well babe, I guess you found your model for the demon car. Britt laughed as she turned to go into the kitchen. Oh please, oh please, oh please. She begged as she bounded off the couch and into my arms, wrapping her legs as far around my waist as she could. I must have had an astonished look on my face as Gina laughed at Kate's antics and turned to help Brit in the kitchen. You might as well use her cause I don't think you could get her out of the picture if you tried. I had my hand on her bare ass holding her up as she continued to plead her case, whispering in my ear as she wiggled in my grasp. I really want to have you fuck me in the back of the hearse, she said as her tongue circled my ear. I slipped my fingers between her ass cheeks, now wet with her excitement, and probed around her tight little pucker. She shivered and moaned in my ear, then tugging at my ear lobe, she panted. I think that may be the perfect place for you to have my ass too. It was my turn to shiver as the tip of my finger slid into her tight butt, and she shook as a small orgasm rocked her tight little body. I glanced over my shoulder and saw that the other two weren't paying any attention to, so I slid my finger in deeper as another slid slowly into her tight pussy. She stayed motionless as I pumped my fingers with quick, short strokes until her pussy took control, racking her with pleasure one more time. Slipping my fingers out, I lowered her back onto the couch and retreated to the kitchen to help with the cleanup, quickly picking something up that needed to be washed. Standing at the sink, I found myself hemmed in by the two beauties whose hands drifted down, finding me more than a little aroused. They both snickered and Brit whispered softly in my ear. So vampires turn you on too? As I felt Gina biting my neck on the other side doubt we retreated to the living room and the girls continued to talk about the website. I started to get a little sleepy so I announced that I was going to take a shower and hit the sack. I got goodnight kisses from the trio and then made my way to the bedroom doubt I enjoyed a long hot shower and my mind wandered, thinking about how I would shoot the two cars. I could easily visualize Brit in little cut-off jean shorts with her shapely legs sprouting out of the turquoise leather boots. Her ample breasts barely contained in a tiny string top and then the fancy black western hat shadowing her beautiful face. Then there was the hearse, the big black boat, and Kate, 
the little black-haired dynamo. My mind placed her in black, then white bikinis, figuring that a simple monochrome approach would work well. Balance would be critical on this shot as the car was already big, and with Kate being so petite, done wrong, the whole shot could look out of scale. My mind placed her all around the car, standing beside the long hood, sitting on the hood, maybe even perched on the roof. Then I saw her in the back of the coach again, her lithe body framed by the big swinging rear door. Ready to turn off the shower, my mind snapped to the sight of her in the back of the macabre vehicle on all fours, her wet pussy inviting me to join her. My vivid imagination had me behind her, bent over her with my head just brushing the headliner as I drove my cock into her incredibly tight pussy as she wailed in rapture, her pussy convulsing continuously. I pulled my cock from her dripping cunt and aimed it at her virgin ass, her puckered star so tightly drawn that the odds of even making entry seemed remote at best. I stroked my hungry cock, ready to make my assault when a noise burst my fantasy. I looked out of the steamy shower but saw nothing that IT wouldn't have taken much to resume and blow my load down the shower drain, but the mirage had disappeared. Disappointed, I turned off the shower, stepped out for a towel and finished up, drying off, shaving and brushing my teeth. I was suddenly very tired and ready to just crawl between the sheets and try to pick up where I left Kate in the back of the big Cadillac. Stepping into the bedroom, my plans quickly changed. Standing at the foot of the bed was Brit, the love of my life and the sexiest woman I have ever encountered. She stood with her legs spread at about shoulder width, her hand on her hips. She wore her new boots and had along with the tiniest pair of bra and panties known to man. She smiled as she saw the effect she had on me, my cock instantly erect and rudely pointing at her. My eyes traveled from top to bottom. Perfection was all I could see. As our eyes locked, she turned, letting me peruse the landscape from the backside. It was as breathtaking as the flip side. She turned once more and slowly approached. Her stride caused her entire body to sway seductively. I couldn't move if I wanted to. Unspeaking, Britt looked me in the eyes as she placed her hands on my chest and slowly ran them down until they encountered my rigid member. She smiled as she gently held it in both hands, caressing it lovingly. Turning her head, we kissed. No easy feat with the large-brimmed hat. My cock throbbed at the intensity of her kiss. Releasing me from the kiss, she removed the hat and placed it on me, leaning back a bit to see how it looked. Still silent, she kissed me again lightly and then proceeded to kiss and lick her way down my chest and stomach. Settling on her knees, she admired my cock, running her fingers up and down my length, raking her nails across my balls. Looking back up, she smiled as she took me between her lips, sucking reverently on my crown, both hands holding my cock at bay. She diligently worked her way down, accepting more, her vacating hands moving to my balls and butt, exploring, as her mouth and tongue concentrated on my shaft. I ran my fingers through her hair as she concentrated on my pleasure, taking me so deep at times that she choked, bringing copious amounts of thick saliva to the surface. She hummed happily as she fucked me with her mouth, her tongue writhing on the underside of my cock as her hands played with my tightening scrotum. Sensing correctly that I couldn't take much more, she climbed back up, leaving a slobbery trail over my belly and chest and gave me a very wet and energetic kiss. Reclaiming her hat, she took my hand and led me to the bed. Climbing up on her hands and knees, she stopped at the edge, 
her boot-clad feet cantilevered over the floor. She looked back over her shoulder at me, her face shadowed by the black brim, her eyes a near-perfect match. Fuck me! She mouthed as she pulled the tiny obstruction to the side. Her pouting pussy lips nearly dripped with her desire and I stepped forward and with little effort, I enveloped myself in her warm, slippery chute. She quivered as I hit bottom, my balls resting against her exposed clit. I ran my hands over her back and sides, then down her legs to where they disappeared in their leather sheaths. Moving back up to her hips, I took hold and opened the gates and began to ride her hard. Her body undulated like a bull trying to lose a persistent rider, twisting and bucking, somehow retaining her hat throughout the ride. Unrelenting and unwilling to be thrown, I held on as she erupted in orgasm, billowing and snorting as she came down hard. Fuck, fuck, fuck. She grunted as wave after wave rocked her. Now face down and defeated, she caught her breath, still pinned down by my unrelenting hard-on. Britt grabbed the dislodged headgear and pitched it up to the head of the bed and slowly dislodged herself and rolled over on her back facing me. She shook her head as in disbelief and ran her fingers through her disheveled hair, staring up at my bulging wet cock. Shifting over to one side, she patted the bed beside her, inviting me to lie down. On my back, she lay on her side and ran her fingertips in random patterns over me, watching her fingers intently. She smiled as my cock responded whenever her fingers got near. Britt got back up on her knees and leaned over to give me a kiss, one that was soft and lingering as her hand found my cock. Smiling once more, she kissed her way back south until she had recaptured me between her lips. She arched her back as her head bobbed up and down, her blonde tresses washing over my belly and groin, tickling my balls that I lay back and let her indulgence wash over me. My mind floated in a sea pleasure until my body gave up, releasing itself to her. Her hands and mouth worked in concert, consuming all I could give her, swallowing my essence as it flowed from deep within. Drained in content, I drifted off, dead to the world. Continue in the next part.